Yo, yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to the seventh episode of Obscure Image Podcast with your boy, Make Love. And today we got a dope guest today, bro. This, I'm really looking forward to this one. I was just telling him I'm kind of like, I feel kind of nervous because I'm so excited for this. Uh, oh, by the way, mind and my quality, I tried to fix my other mic and that shit's fucking bugging for some reason. So I, I got to use my old one. Uh, but without further ado, I'm going to have my guest introduce herself. Bro, why don't you tell people who you are, what you're doing, where you're from? Um, yo, what's good? My name is 13 Delore. Um, I make music, you feel me? Um, I guess the music I make is very, like, alt trap. Um, it's versatile. I can really make anything that I want, but I guess what I'm known for is, like, the alt trap kind of sound. And um, where I'm from, um, I claim the DMV because that's where I went to high school. You know what I'm saying? But uh, when I was a kid, I grew up in New York, Virginia, South Korea, and Dominican Republic. Okay. Uh, I don't really have a like an accent. I just have my own like shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just telling you like uh before this interview started, I was saying how you have a super interesting story when it comes to how many places you lived. Uh, I was wondering what was the what was the reasoning for you traveling to so many places as a kid? Oh, as a kid, uh, uh I'm a military child. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's why. So I just kept moving and shit like that. What was your favorite country that you visited? Um, the only other country that I visit, well, two countries was Dominican Republic and South Korea, but, um, out of both of those, I like Dominican Republic more. Just, that's just because that's like my roots. Like that's where, um, my mom comes from and shit. And like, uh, Spanish was my first language. Like a lot of people don't know that. Okay. Would you, would you go back to South Korea though or no? Yeah, South Korea is hard. I fuck with it. South Korea is, South Korea is lit. It's like a lot of nice people and shit. I fuck, I fuck with South Korea. It's good energy. Sure. Is there any other, like, place that, let's say, like, a, I know a lot of shit's going on in the world right, right now. It's kind of crazy. But is there another place that you always wanted to go, like, outside of the U.S. that you never um, been? Hey, Japan. Japan. Facts, facts. Yeah, because I, I had a lot of friends that, um like, went to Japan and shit, and they told me it's, like, cool over there. It's would, actually like fun. Will there be? So, a, a, I would go there. Okay. Would there be like a specific place from Japan or? Um, I don't know. I had to look into it actually. Mm-hmm. I um probably where the uh you know um what's that shit called the Nintendo World? Yeah, I know what that is. I think it's like Nintendo World. Indie or World shit. or something. Yeah, I would go there. Yes, I would go there. Yes, I want to go there. Like for sure. Okay. Okay. I kind of uh. We kind of dig deep into that later on in the interview. We talk about games and shit like that. But I know now you're living in New York, right? Mm-hmm. I want you, I want you to let the people know what what's it like living in New York. Like I want you to paint a picture for the people because I feel like coming from an LA native, like when I first went to New York, it was like what the fuck. Like I don't know the vibe is just different. It's an unreal vibe compared to LA. Uh, it's definitely weird as fuck. Yeah, I go live, bro. There hasn't been a day where I haven't like went outside and I just laugh. Like you see the most <laughs> craziest shit. Um. It's kind of like how Florida is, like you, like Florida, you see some crazy shit, but it's like, it's just a lot more people. So you're definitely going to see crazier shit. And um, I mean, it's a lot of dude, there's like events and shit. And you don't really need a car because, you know what I'm saying, the train mm-hmm. and shit. So I mean, it's cool. I fuck with it. It's a lot of people, a lot of events to go and socialize with people and meet new people and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just got, to be honest, you just got to know where you're, where you're at whenever you're here. You gotta be careful, cause niggas be on some other shit. 
<laughs> yeah, I can. Yeah, it's like that in L.A. too. But I feel like yeah. in New York, when I had one out there, it just felt like people move faster. Like in L.A., people move fast too, but it feels like niggas come out here to L.A. and they just they move fast to mm-hmm. go nowhere type shit. You know what I'm saying? I feel like in New York, when I had well, from what I experienced, it felt like people was moving with a purpose. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nah, for sure, for sure. Like, don't don't walk slow here. Like, niggas will literally get mad at you for that shit. Man, bumping into me, stepping on yeah. my shoes and shit. I was a little ass boy, too. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. They'll do that shit. It just depends where you're at, though. Like, if you're in the city, like, deep in the city, yeah, they, they do that shit. They be, it's, be, it's like hella niggas, so you just got them out the way. Mm-hmm. And for anybody that's before, y'all start talking shit, saying I'm talking shit about L.A. Coming from an L.A. native, and I'm pretty sure a lot of other L.A. natives could... Mm-hmm. probably resonate with this it's a lot of people that come out here man to follow a dream and them niggas get bamboozled that's why i be saying people move out here no and they be moving fast to go nowhere you feel what i'm saying mm-hmm. now nah, i went to la for a show but really, la was it was all right i don't know yes it's, it's it was overhyped right. overhyped bro anybody listen to this it's shit's like overrated. it's like it's like it, it's like um i told me this yesterday it's like new york but like boring like if new york was like wasn't as lit or some shit. Mm-hmm. That's what you told me. And that's facts. I was like, yeah, you're kind of right. It's only cool like in like North Hollywood, Beverly Hills, but in the hood, mm-hmm. that shit is not the place to be. That shit sucks. Ah, facts. But you know. I'm going to get into a real question off the bat. I want to know, how'd you come up with your name? Um, 13 Delore. Okay. Um, So the 13 in my name, which is Roman numeral, the X triple three. Triple I shit. Um, mm-hmm. I came up with it because I was born September thirteenth, and I wasn't I wasn't a baby that was on purpose. I was an accident child. Like I wasn't you know what I'm saying. I'm not supposed to be here type shit. And um, I I've always felt very unlucky like growing up and shit. And I never had like people to talk to to vent to. And um, like I have my real dad, but I don't talk to him anymore because like. I feel like that's the only person that I really truly like hate in this world because when we were younger he used to like starve us and shit like that so I just don't talk to him and um he always liked my brother but, like when it came to me he didn't really like me and um I just I just always felt like um people just didn't like me like that much and then 13 also comes from like I grew up as a Christian but like I'm not Christian anymore I'm like more open-minded Shit like that, so I kind of have like my own beliefs of like different religions and shit like that. But uh, like in the Christian religion, um, thirteen is viewed as something bad because, you know, there are twelve disciples, but there was a thirteenth one, which was Judas, and he betrayed Jesus and shit like that. And um, the whole Friday the thirteenth, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like thirteen is a very unlucky number, so I chose thirteen so I can like change this unlucky number and make it into something very positive you feel me like change a negative to a positive that's why i chose the 13 running and then Delore, it's just pain but in spanish you know because i have dominican in me so i the pain and just changed it to the lord the lord sound better to me um the reason i chose pain is because everybody goes to pain i feel like that's how people really resonate with me is by like Telling me everything they go through, everybody goes through these struggles. You know what I'm saying? No matter if you're rich, you're broke, um, everybody's gonna experience pain, like no matter what. It's a continuous story. You're always gonna keep struggling in this life. But it's whether if you view pain in a good or a bad way. Me, I don't view 
pain in any type of way. You know what I'm saying? Because pain is something that builds my character. So every situation I go through in life kind of just asks life like, okay, what is life trying to teach me right now? You know what I'm saying? What am I supposed to be doing better? This, this, and that. You feel me? It's going to keep evolving me. So that's why I chose pain in my name. I feel that. I feel like, uh, like you said, pain, sometimes it needs to come in order for you to blossom into something else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you need to go through that struggle. Nah, it's very necessary because, like, if you just go through life with no struggles, you're just going to, you know what I'm saying? You're going to be living this life bored as fuck. Mm-hmm. That, that's how I feel. You're going to be very bored or you're just going to, like, you're going to be very ignorant because you're not going to, like, care about anybody else's feelings because you're not going through anything. So you're just going to be just chilling. For sure, I, I was wondering, does it, yeah. what did it, does it like annoy you if someone mispronounces your name? Because when I first saw your name, I thought it was Z Dolar, and so I started doing the research and found it. I found <laughs> out it was thirteen. Um, hold on, hold on. What the fuck, I got a burp and shit. Um, what's it called? When niggas pronounce my mispronounce my name, I don't really care. It's not, it's not like something that like I'm like, niggas say my name right. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> I don't really care because uh, even I know, like, looking at my name, I can tell people are going to, like, mispronounce it and say Z-Dole or, you know what I'm saying, this, this, and that. So it's like, I don't really care. But it's like, if you really want to get to know me and shit like that, and you call yourself a fan of me, you're going to make that something that's important to, like, get my name right. Or you're yeah. going to ask me, oh, how how do I say your name? You feel me? And then I'm going to tell you. So, Yeah. That's just how that goes. So you kind of already touched on the t- the thirteen thing. Another thing I thought uh, when I found that it meant thirteen, I thought it was a um part of your collective. But you're not part of co- a collective. But do you use the number thirteen also as to like describe your community, like your supporters yeah, and shit? Yeah, I use it like to describe my um my fan base because I look at my fan base more like a a cult. I don't I don't want no regular lame ass fucking fan base. No, you know what I'm saying? No. Oh, niggas just fuck with me, and that's it. Like, I want niggas to be, like, very infatuated with me. Like, very, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they believe in what I believe in. They, you know what I'm saying? They see the vision. Like, they're a part of me. Mm-hmm. That's, that's that's the type of fan base I want. So that's why niggas put 13 all the time, and they say 13 cult and shit like that. Like, they named that they named that themselves, the whole cult shit. They did that Oh, themselves. really? Because I've seen in the mm-hmm. comment sections, it was hella people spamming 13, 13, 13. I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I'm known for, basically. Okay. I was also, I was on a little then, bit. Oh, go ahead. Go, go, go. Mm-hmm. Go. Yeah, I was going to say, and then that's where it comes to, into play, where I say I'm trying to change the whole number, the whole unlucky number into a positive thing. Okay. Exactly. I was doing research on, like, the number 13, and they had, like, Multiple meetings. The first one I've seen was the bad luck shit. But there's another one that I want to read to you. It says, angels are with you and that ascended masters ask you to stay positive and give them any fears or doubts so they can heal it. Would you say that that somewhat mm-hmm. resonates with you? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, um, yeah, I fuck with it. Mm-hmm. I like how it, like, sounds and shit. But that wasn't, like uh, you said, that wasn't the main reason why you chose the number yeah, three. Yeah, that, that, that. Yeah, that wasn't the main reason. It was whole. It was just because of the whole like bad views that it had on it. Mm-hmm. Are you are you like big into like numerology and like number synchronizations and stuff? Like, like the whole angel numbers and shit like that. Yeah. 
Um, am I big on it? Um, I know them. I just know them. Like I've studied them before, but it's not like I'm big on it. Like I don't. I won't look at like. You know what I'm saying I won't be like. I see five five five, and I'm like, oh shit! Like this means you know what I'm saying. I just be chilling. Like I'm just. I just see the numbers and I just chill. Okay. Yeah, cause I, I was... see. I see. If I don't, I don't. Mm-hmm. I was about to ask you, like, have you ever had like an experience that happened to you and then all of a sudden you look up and you see one of those numbers and then you look it up and it like correlates to what you got going on. Has that ever happened? Yeah. Like sometimes I like see a number and it's like, it's, it's mainly because I kind of already know what the number like means already. Mm-hmm. I don't have to like look it up, but it's just like, I, you know what I'm saying? It's happened a couple of times where I've seen angel numbers like at a specific moment. Yeah. I know for like the past for me like the past three months bro I don't know why and at first it was like okay whatever and this is one of the numbers I never used to see like I usually like you said usually see like the generic 555 or 1111 444 1212 but this number is like I don't know it's weird like I keep seeing a number 33 over and over every single day at least like three times a day mm-hmm. and at first when it was happening it was like okay whatever and then it just kept fucking happening and it, I don't know it just gets overwhelming sometimes like I was saying, is there mm-hmm. is there a number that you always see? Number that I always see, um, I guess <laughs> it's so funny because I do see thirteen all the time, but that's just because you know what I'm saying, my whole name and shit. So I guess I don't really count that. But what I do see, I do I I see four 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 a lot, like a lot. I always see four four four. Some odd reason I always see that number. Did it like kind of freak you out? It freak you out at first, like why the fuck do I keep seeing this shit like every day? Uh, I feel like I feel like everybody has their like specific numbers that they see like all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, like you just you're just gonna see it. But like when I kept seeing four four four, like I don't know, I was just like, oh, but I just noticed that I just kept seeing it out of like I I see that more often than other numbers. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And really like freaked me out. I was just like, oh, yeah, no, that shit was freaking me out. Like, cause going from seeing regular shit and then you see a number that you never used to see, like, what the fuck? Especially mm-hmm. for three months. But since we all like on the topic of like spiritual shit, I remember I seen a tweet from you, mm-hmm. and it said, "Imagine waking up on the twenty first and everyone got powers. What you doing?" <laughs> oh, that was that meme shit. <laughs> yeah, on God. I'm dead. That was the whole uh when they would say uh when. Oh my god, that was during Corona. Uh-huh. And those um those spiritual people were like, oh, black people are gonna have powers. <laughs> yeah, I was just, I just, I was just saying that because I thought it was funny. Oh god, I feel like, I feel like that was like, mm-hmm. that will go down in history as like one of the best times to be on the internet because niggas was saying so much wild shit. People was thinking you was gonna uh-huh. wake up with like Superman powers and shit, but mm-hmm. I feel like some shit. That was. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. That was when, um, like, that whole spiritual YouTube shit was, like, popping. Yeah. Because, like, niggas had nothing else to do. And I guess everybody just wanted to be spiritual or some shit. I just felt like it was very, like, like, that whole energy was just very fake. Like, yeah. fabricated Corny and shit. Corny, too. Yeah, that's why I was just, like, I don't know. I just, I just thought it was funny as hell. Like, I, I definitely do think there was some sort of, like, energy exchange but not on the level that like they was talking about they was talking about some superhuman mm-hmm. superman shit you feel me mm-hmm. now but real shit though if you wake up tomorrow and everyone got powers and you don't what you doing i don't allow literally everybody <laughs> got powers but you 
ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I'll find me a little jealous. I ain't gonna lie. I find me. I find me like, yo, what the fuck going on, bro? Why the fuck they? You know what I'm saying? Like, but I don't know. I probably think like there's something like very special in me, and that's mm-hmm. probably why I don't have powers. I don't know. Exactly. So shit, I probably be jealous as fuck. Like, why the fuck everybody else got powers? I don't. Know. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Oh, quick, uh, quick listening shit. <laughs> Hey, I'll be on some shit like, hey, man, I'm the chosen one, man. I'm the only nigga in here without powers. Y'all need to listen to me, man. Real shit. The only nigga without powers? Thanks. But Looking like, uh, looking like Deku. Right <laughs> here. That shit's funny. But let's get back a little more serious. When you mm. when you make, like, an emotional, emotional song, how do you go about making it? Do you say, you know what, I want to make the song for people that have depression. I want to make, like, a more happy, upbeat song to make people happy. Or when somebody's going through a breakup, um, you you make shit going for a breakup. Is it like you go with the flow, or do you plan out how you want to make your song? I don't I don't plan my songs. I just I just I find a beat, and if I like the beat, and I'm feeling the beat, and I say whatever is on my mind. But I don't I make I make music for myself first. That's why I started making music. I didn't make music for other people. I didn't make. You know what I'm saying? People just like it. You know what I'm saying? I drop it, and if you relate to it, you relate to it. But I always make music for myself. Like, um, sometimes, like, um, you know, like, the last song I released, the whole uh, Relax, Just Listen to Me, mm-hmm. my friend, my brother Kay, told me a story that's kind of deep. And, like, whenever you tell me stories and I relate to them, I could write. I could, I could write songs like I'm in your shoes me mm-hmm. so like it just happens it just it literally just happens like i'll just write for myself or like somebody close to me so they can relate to a song and then other people like it and then i just drop it okay i feel like that makes it more genuine so it doesn't make it like mm-hmm. fake and synthetic you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah i can't do that like fake shit because like, I don't know. It's just like I can't. If I'm not writing it for me first, then I, I just can't can't do it because it's it's very boring to me. Cause then I'm gonna be I'm I'm gonna be saying bullshit on the song. Like I'm gonna be just saying the the regular bullshit that niggas say. Mm-hmm. So nah, nah, I just wanna I write songs about my emotions and how I'm feeling or how I'm thinking. And I kind of feel like like the word. Mm-hmm emotion i feel like i kind of want to change the connotation behind that because i feel like like let's say for example somebody says oh yeah dolar or delore he makes um he makes emotional music people are going to automatically think sadness but emotion it's like yeah. emotion emotional means emotions and that and your emotions range from happy sad to angry you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so i kind of want to change the connotation behind that and not make it to where when people hear emotional they automatically think sad you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. uh, you... definitely i don't know it's just like that's just kind of like how did how people subjected that emotional genre shit is like oh he's writing about his emotions he must be sad you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so i don't know do you like making like more you like making sad or more like a beat songs um definitely oh my god i ain't gonna lie um i don't know really <laughs> like i just make i just make whatever like it if I want to make a hard song, because my, my, my moods change, you feel mm-hmm. me? So, like, and, like, I might be like, nah, I want to make a sad song right now. I, I'm fucking with the sad songs more. Or, like, oh, I, I'm fucking with the hard shit right now. I want to make hard shit. But, like, it just changes. Like, I don't have, like, a thing where I love making, you know what I'm saying? 
I just like making music. I appreciate that answer, though. Shit, at least you kept it real. Shit. Yeah. What type of uh, what type of music did you grow up listening to? Like, what type of music was being played in your house? Um, I was listening to like Caribbean music. I was listening like Jamaican music, Dominican music, pop, R and B, and yeah, that was that was mainly what was getting played in my house. When I was little, I used to listen to rock, like um. Back when I was little, it was kind of weird to be, like, black and, like, fucking with the whole rock shit. Mm. I don't know if you remember that. But yeah, I do, like, yeah. It was kind of weird to, you know what I'm saying, fuck with the emo shit because then, you know what I'm saying? Because all, you know what I'm saying, all the, all the other, you know what I'm saying, black, black, black people, you know what I'm saying, they fucking with hip-hop and shit, so you kind of look weird. So, like, I used to fuck with that shit on the low, like, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, um. I used to fuck with the rock shit because I used to like watch a lot of WWE too. So, <laughs> that shit. I feel like. I played the WWE games, so I used to fuck with that shit. I kind of hate how like ignorant. Fuck, yeah. how do I put this without pissing anybody? Well, fuck it, I'm just gonna say it. I hate how ignorant like some some parts of the black community has became when it comes to like music and shit like that. Cause I remember growing up listening to rock music and motherfuckers calling me weird, motherfuckers calling me a Satan worshiper, all type of yeah. weird shit. And them not even knowing, like, one of the greatest fucking rock stars alive was Jimi Hendrix. So I was like, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I never understood that shit. That shit pissed me off. Yeah, it used to be mad weird. I mean, it's good now that I accept it, but, like, nah, back then, yeah, you had to listen to that shit on the lower yeah. shit. You, you know, niggas about to bully you at school, they'd be like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Oh, God, bro. <laughs> But yeah, this is how it was though. And you said that you uh grew up listening to reggae and shit too. Me too. But uh, one of my next questions was gonna be, are you? Because I remember you said you were um, you some of like I think you said on your mom's side that you're like Dominican, right? Mm-hmm. I was wondering, are you West Indian as well? West Indian? Yeah, like in the West Indies, uh, like in the Caribbean. Uh no, no, not that I know of. I don't think so. No, you, I don't know, because I'm Guyanese, bro, so it's like, when I look at somebody else, it's like, damn, like, this nigga look like he oh, could be related like to me type shit. Um, I know, I know, I'm like, half Dominican and then half black, but I don't know, like, where the black is from, because, like, like I told you, I don't talk to my real dad, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, like, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't call my real dad my dad, I call, like, my stepdad my dad, that's my dad, you know what I'm saying, that's where I get the whole... Listening to Jamaican music from and knowing Patois and all that shit, but like when it comes to my real dad, I don't know what part he's from. So I, you know, what I'm saying I don't know where I'm, where I'm from when it comes to that. No, I feel that because I had to, because I'm like the same way. Like my dad wasn't really in my life. I think I've seen my dad maybe shit, maybe mm-hmm. like six times out of my whole fucking life, and like I had to find out like through my mom and shit and through. Some of my other relatives, and they was telling me, oh, yeah, you Guyanese and this, this, that. And I had to tap into that on my own. So, like, it's kind of, mm. it's it, it really does a lot of emotional shit to you growing up as, like, a a young black man and not knowing your father, you know what I'm saying? And just not knowing your roots. Like, that shit, it's a lot of, I don't know, it, it fucks with you mentally, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, I understand that. I don't know. For me, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't fuck with me because I don't fuck with my real dad. So, I don't, I, I just don't give a fuck. I just know that I'm half black, so I just say, oh, I'm half African-American, that's it. And then, mm-hmm. that's it. I don't say anything else. If you don't mind me asking, how old are you, bro? I'm 22. Oh, the hell, you the same age as me? Okay, okay. 
You look yeah. young, bro. You look like you like 15, 16. I know, but niggas get my age wrong all the time. Niggas, niggas think, niggas either think I'm like 24, 25, or they think I'm like 18, 19. I'm just trying to. It's because I used to like never tell people my age like that. Unless like I saw them in real life. But like since this is an interview, you know what I'm saying? I'll say my age, but like. Usually I just tell people my age in real life. I don't really tell them on the internet because niggas be on some weird shit. Like niggas like to dox and shit like that. So that's why I, like I just wouldn't say my age. You want me to cut this part out? No, no, you can. You, you can sure? I'll cut it. this you shit out, bro. I don't give a fuck, bro. No, I don't give a fuck if niggas on my. I don't like. I don't care if niggas on my age. It's just like I just didn't tell my age because of that reason. Mm-hmm. Because niggas were like, you know what I'm saying, dox and shit like that. But like, I don't give a fuck if niggas on my age because like, obviously, people there's always gonna be some people that know my age. I didn't even care. It was just like when people used to ask for my age, I used to just say thirteen and not really say anything. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, I'm twenty two. I'm sorry. I'm sorry telling niggas I'm a hundred years old, man. Cause I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like they give like people that's like young. They give it a bad connotation. Like we don't know shit. It's a lot of young people that's like mm-hmm. awoke to all the shit that's going on. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But, yeah there's definitely people like. That are younger, like, I know that, like, 17, they act older than niggas our age, bro. That's why when it comes to people, like, our age, like, I be feeling like I'm way older than, you know what I'm saying, than what I'm, I am right now. I feel like I'm just, like, uh, just a wise old nigga in a young body or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I just be knowing shit, and I don't really care about drama or shit like that. I'm just trying to, you know what I'm saying, do what I have to do and help people and shit. And I don't know. I kind of want to get into your music. I was listening to your song Wonderland, and it kind of mm-hmm. that song specifically. It kind of had me like in an in between emotion. Like I was listening to it, mm-hmm. and I heard the beat come on. Of course, the song it already has like a sad vibe, but I heard the beat come on. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, like it, I was smiling when the beat came on, and then mm-hmm. I heard you rapping. I was like, fuck, bro. Like it had me fucked up what you were saying, and it just made me. I don't know. It just made me kind of sad. But then I was like, fuck. Like this beat is so beautiful. Like I don't know how to feel. Like did you make that song with those intentions, or is it just me? Like, am I tripping? Um, I made that. Okay, Shot Crimson. You know what I'm saying? Nigga made a beat, Shot Crimson. But um, what's it called? Um, last year, bro, I was very, very uh, I was in a very like sad, like you know what I'm saying, phase, and like I would watch a little peep. Every, like, I would watch the little Pete, like, the little Pete documentary is, like, my favorite documentary. And I would watch that shit every fucking day because I would, I would see what he was doing. And I would be sitting there, like, wow, I wish I could do that shit. Like, I wish this, this, you know what I'm saying? I wish this would happen, this, this, and that. Like, I would always watch it so it gave me, like, motivation. And, um, the way, the way, like, Wonderland is, is kind of, like, the way how, I don't know if you ever heard Gym Class by Lil Peep. No. It kind of has, like, that same vibe to it where it's, like, so, and he's just, you know what I'm saying? kind of has that same vibe to it. So, like, I heard gym class, and I was, like, yo, I want to make something that's, like, kind of similar. Not the same, but, you know what I'm saying? Kind of similar where it's, like, it gives the same vibe, but I want to put my emotions to it. Like, what I'm going through and this, this, and that. So, then that's just how one day it happened. Okay. And I noticed at the end of the song, you finished just saying you were, like, um, it's like, I don't want to. And then, like, it cuts you off. I was wondering, like, what were you going to say? 
Oh, I was just repeating what I was saying. Um, I don't want nobody. I don't need no fucking friends. Really? Who? What the fuck? My brain is going blank. I, that I do not remember that part. Yeah, I remember you said a lot because, in that fucking song, man. I was like, fuck. Yeah, it's just because like throughout my life, um, since I always moved and shit, I never had like a set friend group or or shit like that. And like, I'm just so, I'm very used to people coming into my life and then leaving. Even now, like, even when I even got older and shit like that, I'm just, I'm very used to, like, people doing me wrong or, like, um, just coming in and just leaving or, you know what I'm saying, just getting what, what they want out of me and then leaving, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, that's why I be saying that, like, I don't want to buy you, I don't need no fucking friends, because in the end, you know what I'm saying, they, like, switch up on me. Yeah, I definitely could, uh... That's why I be saying that. I definitely understand that. Recently, I just, like, had fucking epiphany, and I was like, because before I started doing all this social media shit, I was just going down the dark path, hanging with the wrong motherfuckers, and then I wanted to follow my dream, you know what I'm saying? And I knew I wasn't going to be able to do that by hanging around these people, so I literally, legit, I cut everybody off. Like, I cut everybody off. I just focused on myself, tried to better myself, and then now it's like I got to the point where it's like, I was feeling like, damn, like, bro, I'm not even fucking happy. It's like, I don't even have any friends to even fucking reach out to like that anymore, you know what I'm saying? So... I don't know, it's like a, it's like almost like a catch, like, I don't know, it's like a double-edged sword almost, you know what I'm saying, but now I'm trying to be more social with niggas and let niggas into my life, but at first I was like, man, fuck that, I'm gonna focus on myself. Yeah, I feel like everybody needs that though, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, that alone time, for like a few months or something, so they can really like understand who they want to be and shit, because bro, I swear like, if I never had that alone time, where it was just like, I wasn't talking to people, I just didn't have any friends or anything. I feel like I'll be a way different person. Like, I feel like I'd be like what like more ignorant and shit like that. Like very ignorant to like a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm kinda glad that whole like shit like that kinda happens. Cause it kinda like shows me, you know, who's there for me and who's not. And you know, there's more people on this earth. You're gonna meet more people that are gonna wanna stay. And like there's people that are gonna come into your life and not wanna hurt you. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times when people like come in and they leave or you know what I'm saying they use you, a lot of people will close up, you know, like not trust anybody. But what I learned is that, you know what I'm saying, it happens. It's life. So yeah. not everybody's gonna wanna hurt you though. So you, you don't have to be, you know what I'm saying, close to everybody. You can still be open, you can still tell people how you feel, this, this and that. And if they wanna switch it on you, then that's their fault. They're losing you, you're not losing them. Me. That's crazy that they, they they're losing you. That's how you should think about it. You shouldn't think about it like, oh damn, I'm losing these friends. Like, no, nigga, they're losing me, nigga. Mm-hmm. That's crazy that you yeah. said like being more open to people because I noticed like because in L.A. a lot of the young guys walking around, everybody just walking around like they got a fucking chip on their shoulder. Everybody mean mugging mm-hmm. and shit like that. And I used to be like that too. Uh, and I decided to do an experiment. I'm like, you know what? Let me walk around with a damn smile on my face and see how people act. And motherfuckers start, you know what I'm saying, reciprocating that energy. So I think you definitely should be more open as well. Even if you feel like you're going to get hurt, like we were saying in the beginning, sometimes pain is necessary sometimes, you know what I'm saying, to build you. Yeah. Definitely, but definitely. Before I, uh, before I move on, one thing I really like about that song, Wonderland, like, because I had that shit on repeat, bro. That shit bang. So I had it on repeat, and towards the end yeah, of the yeah. song, it's like the, uh, 
the piano keys is like it starts with almost kind of a similar key i mean excuse me the song ends with a similar piano key that it starts with so it sounds just like an infinite uh-huh. sukeyomi naruto type loop i don't know that shit was hard bro shout out to crim you said crimson yeah. made it shout out to crimson for making that yeah crimson yeah nah he went crazy on that joe i ain't gonna lie he went crazy i love crimson bro so nah he went crazy on that beat I feel like that song does, you know what I'm saying, deserve more attention, but I feel like it'll just kind of happen. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I remember. Ne- I, I love me. I love that song. I love that song. Like that song is very like, um, like dreamlike. It's just like you listen to it and you're like, you could like relate to it easily. Would you say that's one of your like top songs that you made that you fuck mm-hmm. with genuinely? I one of them. Yeah. Nah, I fuck with all my songs, so I don't know. Oh, that's cr- oh, I'm not going to get into it. I have another question kind of leading into that later on in the interview. We're going to talk about that later. But uh, uh-huh. I remember in your other interview, you said you were you had recorded a feature off like an iPhone. And I was wondering, like, was that the first piece of equipment that you ever recorded on? Or... Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So in 2018, right, I used to record of iPhone. Like, okay, so I started, like, making music, like, I guess, like, recording it in 2018 on my iPhone, but I don't tell people, like, I tell people that I, that I started in 2019, because that's when I, like, actually took it serious, and I was just like, all right, let me actually, like, you know what I'm saying, buy a lot, you know what I'm saying, buy a computer, and, you know what I'm saying, buy a mic and shit like that, but, uh, yeah, I used to record off an of iPhone, and my first feature... I fucking hate that song, bro. I don't know. I hate it. Oh, like, what, what song I, was it? Part, what song my, was it? I'm not even gonna lie. My part is good. My part is good. It's just like the song is ass. What's I'm the song? Gonna, but, um, um, I don't know what the fuck it's called. Oh God, you must really I not really like that shit. Huh? No, I hate that shit. Like, if you show me it, if you show me it, then I'll be like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. But like, I think they took it off the of SoundCloud or some shit. I hate that fucking song. Wait, why? Why do you hate it though? Is it like you don't yes. like your, you don't like your voice? You don't like what you was talking about? Like why? No, no, I fuck. I told you, I fuck with my fart. Oh, you go, you go. Like I try to be mean to the but like you know what I'm saying, like. But for the people listening, do you think you think you could tell them what type of equipment you record on now? Because I feel like it's good to showcase the grind and the upgrades, like where you started versus um, where you're at. Uh. Okay, uh, now I record off my laptop interface and my mic. That's it. What type of mic do you have? How can you tell me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this this dude, he went from, he was, like, before we had filmed the interview, he was talking all through, like, the iP- the fucking Apple, I think, AirPods or something like that, and switched uh-huh. to his mic. That just sound crispy as hell. I said, damn, that's a good-ass mic. But, yeah, but my AirPods be fucking up. That's why I'm just like, all right, let me just go on my mic then. Mm-hmm. No, but it's it's good to like showcase where like where you started versus where you're at now. Cause I, my first yeah. interview, I started that shit with Apple headphones, and I had the homie record yeah, the interview for me. I couldn't, I didn't even have a laptop to record the shit. So, yeah, man, it's the grind. You feel me? All right, let, let's get back. You gotta, do what, you gotta do what you gotta do. On God, you gotta make it happen sometime. But I want to get back. Into another one of your songs, Crescent Boy. Mm-hmm. I was wondering, where did you find, where did you find a beat for that? Um, where did I find a beat? Wait, uh, who made the beat? Who made the beat? Uh, that uh, should go hard. That shit crazy. It's a little nigga, little nigga Adam. Um, I think, um, 
I think I found it on YouTube. It was a Deloitte beat. Oh, really? Yeah, I think that's where I found it. Yeah, yeah, I found it there. I was like, yo, this shit is hard, nigga. I was like, whoa, what the <laughs> fuck? I was like, because it, it sounded like a Deloitte type. It sounded like, you know, like, when I made Dove or some shit. It, it sounded like like something that I would go on. So I was just like, yo, give me this shit. And they gave me it. And then I just started rapping about everything that was going on in my life. And that, like, that whole song is, like, everything that was going on, basically. Like, I just hit 50K on a song. And then this, this, and that, like. Ah, that song was that song was cool as fuck. Yeah, cause I had I like uh, recording song. I I was wondering, have you ever? Cause that beat, that shit, Loki crazy. And I was wondering, have you ever like mm-hmm. came across a beat and you was like, fuck, like how do I how do I hop on this shit? Like, do you ever plan how you gonna hop on beats? Like, do you have to plan for some of them, or is it just like fuck it, I'm just gonna go? Um, Usually, I just feel the beat. Like, I just, like, if I hear a beat and I really like it, I'd be like, yo, nah, this shit's hard. Now nah, I'm hopping on the shit. And I just start, I just start going. Mm, have you ever? Like, I don't think, Go ahead. I don't think I have to really plan it too much. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? You're not supposed to plan shit. You're just supposed to, it's supposed to just happen. Yeah. I mean, make it natural. I meant plan in the sense, like, you heard a beat. Because I had, um, uh, had a couple mm-hmm. of my homies tell me they had tried to hop on a beat. And I was like, wait, wait, hold on. I got to. Reevaluate how I hop on this shit. I just can't hop on it any type of way. I have ever have you ever came nah, across a beat like that? I mean, I've had beats where it was like I was rapping to it, and I was just like, "Man, I'm gonna just do this later when I'm feeling the beat." You know mm. what I'm saying? It'll be a hard ass beat, but now I'll just be like, "Nah, I gotta feel this shit. I gotta feel this shit way more than I am right now." So now I'll just record it later. But I don't think I've ever had to like go back and rewrite everything. Nah. Okay, I feel that. I feel that. I was listening to your song, I Hate Them, and there's like hella, hella bass, hella 808s in the background. Oh, that shit. That was back when I was in. <laughs> that was a, I was a lunacy with that shit. Uh, yeah, that's a funny song. I did that as a joke. Oh, really? Because mm-hmm. I was going to ask, like, why was one of the reasons why you chose to have like the 808s and just the bass super fucking loud in the background? Like, did you want like a more aggressive vibe off the rip? That's why you did mm-hmm. it like that? Yeah, it was it was actually um the the song came from like an Instagram freestyle. Like I was in a group chat and I just found the beat. I just started freestyling the group chat, right? And we were just joking. And then they're like, Yo, make this a song. I was like, I bet I just made it a song and then that's how it happened. It was literally just a whole freestyle. That's crazy. That shit yeah. I was like, damn, this shit, this shit bang hard as hell. Like that shit was loud. I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that song in a minute. I ain't gonna lie. I I know how it goes. But uh, I wanna go to one of your tweets. I seen a tweet from you that said, "In the end, there is no end, only new beginnings." And I was wondering if you could elaborate um, on that for the uh for the listeners. So basically, um, it comes from a YouTube video. It's from this YouTuber called Sage's Rain. And he talks about mental health a lot. And um it comes from um T Titans, uh Raven. She says it in the in the show. She's like, Oh, in the end there is no end. It's only new beginnings and basically it it's kinda self explanatory. Like in the end, like when something ends in your life, like um like mm, let me get an example, like Say school, okay, school ended, there's gonna be a new beginning. You know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. like 
relationship ended, there's gonna be a new beginning. Like you're gonna have to like start a new chapter. You know, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. It's like a new chapter into that, or like, oh, like somebody dies, there's a new beginning. You know what I'm saying? There's a new, there's something after that. There's always gonna be something new. Like there's always gonna be hope. You feel me? Yeah. It's not like it's not like oh something ends and then boom. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's it. You know what I'm saying. No, there's gonna be something new that's gonna happen for you. You feel me? It's gonna. It's supposed to give hope. You feel me? Yeah. When one door closes, another one opens. Mm -hmm. Like that, basically. So, I want to get. We're gonna be kind of. I'm trying to like kind of lay out this interview, but we're probably gonna be all over the place. I'm gonna go from mm -hmm. asking personal questions to asking about your music. So I want to go back to another mm -hmm. song called "Please mm -hmm. Get Off My Dick," or in a song, your voice is like. I don't want to say squeaky, but it's it's higher than your other songs. And I was wondering, mm -hmm. have you ever thought of making like hyperpop, or have you made a hyperpop track? Oh my fucking god! There's no way, buddy. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Niggas are gonna ask for it. They ask this every fucking live. They go every time I go live. Okay, there's a hyperpop song that I made for fun. Like it's a joke. I've only made one hyperpop song, and like to me, the hyperpop song is like it's alright, but um, it's not bad, but it's not hella good. But I mean, it's alright, but um. Yeah, I made a hyperpop song, but it was just a joke, and niggas still ask for it to this day. Like, to this day, <laughs> niggas still ask for it. I swear, it was like, I made that shit, like, two like two years ago. Damn. Yeah, niggas still ask for it. Every live, they always be like, yo, so, you wanna give me that hyperpop song? And I'd be like, no, bro, leave me alone. Well, why, why don't you I give him another one, bro? Give him another one. Oh, bro, I'd be like, bro, let it die. Just let it die. <laughs> Yeah, I fuck with hyperpop. I, I fuck with it. I, I don't know. I, I, I listen to all type of music, mm -hmm. so I really fuck with it. You should make another one, bro. You yeah, should you should give I that could. to him, bro, as a gift, bro. I could. I mean, I could just give it a rare heel drop, but I don't know. I'm probably making hyperpop right now. My bad for putting you on the spot, but I had to, bro. I had to. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. But I thought it was funny that you brought that up. <laughs> in the funny. in the beginning of the interview, you said how you make. You said like an alternative type rap but you're also versatile as well mm -hmm. and i was wondering what's mm -hmm. like your favorite genre that you've made so far because i got homies that they could go from dance hall sound to dnb to like funk music my favorite genre um the hype shit like person boy shit like that that's what that's just like my favorite that i make because i feel like that's more like me like that's more my sound it's like um i don't know i like everything that i make Cause you know I made drill, you know what I'm saying? Drill's fun, drill's fun to make too. And plug, plug is fun to make, but I don't make plug as much because like I I would I used to make plug when plug wasn't blowing up, but now that it's blown up, it's kind of cringy as hell. Like I don't know, I feel like plug is very cringy now. I'm gonna sound like a bot, but what is what is plug? I've never heard of that. Uh, plug is like you know like the old Sofago, uh, Summers, Yeet. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah oh yeah, I don't. Bottom. Yeah, yeah. Mm. but I, I don't, I don't, I don't listen to it no more, and I don't really make it anymore because like TikTok made it kind of cringe now. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't like it anymore. Like it's, it's very like boring to me now. Like it's it's very repetitive. Yeah, basically, like everybody's doing the same shit. I feel like it's cool to listen to every now and again, but I cannot listen mm -hmm. to that shit every day. Hell no. Because mm -hmm. I used to listen to it a lot, and then. When it started blowing up and like, you know what I'm saying? So Fago started blowing up and somebody started blowing up. It was kind of like, eh, I couldn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've seen, seen a tweet, by the way, I'm probably going to be bringing up 
a lot of tweets from you because it's, it's hard to find shit on like new artists or smaller artists and that's what kind of drives me to really go ham and try to find shit out but it, i don't know it's hard to find shit out so i'm gonna probably go back to your tweets a lot i've seen a tweet from you that uh-huh. said you've been making hella new music hella new sounds lately and i honestly fuck with what i've been creating when it comes to you saying that were you talking about new sounds like new sounds that you mean like how do i put it fuck my brain is shitting on itself did you mean that you were making new sounds that were already like an established sound or were you making a whole new sound like a whole new genre i think i was just like i was just i think i was just talking like i don't because i i remember when the fuck that happened but uh <laughs> it was probably it was probably like a week or a month while i was just making music every fucking day i just fucked with it heavy it was probably it was probably back like last year it was probably i'm pretty sure it was from last year yeah, that was like some years, years ago two years ago yeah, it had to be something like that. I, I was just probably making some shit where it's just like a lot of people just weren't making or something. It was just something that I felt with, like very like you know, what I'm saying talk about talking about like what was going on in my mind a lot and shit like that. Like beats that were like really hard to find or some shit. That's probably why. Like it was probably like very experimental. What do you think is like one of? What do you think would be like one of the steps to making like a new genre? in like the underground and i know you kind of don't like to refer to yourself as like an underground rapper but i refer to everybody who's not like signed to a major label i refer, refer to them as an underground artist they could be huge but if they're no, not signed I, to a I, major I know. you know i know i'm underground it's just like i feel like i just be doing my own shit mm-hmm. you, know? you know what i'm saying like, i feel like i just like um but like making your own sound like are you do you mean like finding your sound or like just well, like making a whole new genre, making some whole shit that nobody ever made before. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I don't think you could do that <laughs> nowadays. It's it's just like so many people have made so much shit now. Like the internet is so like fully accessible and shit. It's just mm-hmm. like I don't think making a whole new like genre is like you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, you could popular you could popularize it. Mm-hmm. Like a new shit that people haven't heard, but I'm, I feel like like making something new. I feel like there's already going to be a person that's probably already made it. I feel that. It's just like they haven't really popularized there or some shit. I mean, hopefully that isn't true. Hopefully we could hear some shit that we ain't never heard of. That'll go hard. I need to hear some new shit. Cause I, I don't know. It just feels mm-hmm. like everything sounds the same. I don't know. It's like a lot of shit sounds the same now. But like when it, I don't know, when it comes to my music, I feel like I just make my own shit. Like I feel like when people hear my music, it's just like, oh, Delore. Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but like obviously like no matter what you do you're gonna get compared regardless like you're always gonna be compared yeah. because that's just like how the human mind works it's not like people do it like for bad intentions like some people just do it because they're like oh like you remind me of this person blah 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 or like hey oh you look like this person or you you know what i'm saying so like when it comes to shit like that i don't know i just feel like i make my own shit but other people might think something else so like i'm not about to I'm saying it, it really just matters on what you think at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like one song, we're going to probably get into it later in the interview, but one song that you made that I was like, damn, this don't sound like nobody. Well, to me personally, that's mm-hmm. what I thought was that NASCAR song. That's one of my favorite songs and one of the first songs I heard by you, too. Mm hmm. But nah, I would like that song. Uh, oh, the V was made by Angel. I love Angel, mm-hmm. too. I love all my producers. Too, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, it just cool as fuck. Um, 
Yeah, I remember I made that back in 2020. It uh, it was around a time where like my computer like crashed or some shit, and like I lost all my songs. Cause I used to have like over like a hundred or two hundred songs unreleased, Damn. and then my computer crashed or some shit. Now I lost all the songs, so then I had to remake NASCAR like in 2021. I remade oh. it, but uh. Oh, so that's a remake? Oh, wow. Yeah, it was, but it, when I made it in 2020, I only made the hook. I didn't okay. finish the song. Like, I didn't do the verse. And then that's when the computer crashed. I was like, damn, bro, it's about to be a hard ass song. And I'm kind of happy that it happened because I was able to like learn more about mixing and shit and make it sound like way better than what it was. And like, you know I'm saying, I just learned more shit. So I, like the song just sounds way better than it did last time. Yeah, it probably wasn't even, maybe it wasn't meant to be at that time period. Maybe it just wasn't meant to yeah, be. Probably, probably. But, but yeah, I remember I, I showed it as a snippet and everybody wanted that shit. And I was just like, well, I can't give it to you guys because my computer crashed. <laughs> <laughs> I lost everything. So yeah. But to go back to your tweet, you said you really, mm-hmm. like at that time, you really liked what you were creating. And I was wondering, I think you kind of, you kind of spoke on it earlier in this interview. But I was wondering, have you ever made a song? You was like, you know what? I really don't fuck with that. Have you ever made a song um, similar? Like you had that kind of feeling towards? I feel like if I'm not feeling it. Because I be feeling my songs. No. I feel like when I'm not feeling a song, it's features. Because mm. some niggas be sending me like songs where the beat, like the beat is. I be like, I be sitting here and I be like, bro, this beat is like, is not it. You know what I'm saying? But I still do the feature. It's just like, sometimes like, that's mainly like when that happens. So I'm like, bro, I don't, I'm not really feeling this beat. Okay. Have you ever, I still do. I was going to say, have you ever had like an experience to where somebody gave you a beat? He was like, hey man, I really want you to hop on this. You hopped on and he was like, you know what? I really don't. Fuck with this! I'll give you your money back, and can you not release it? Have you ever did that, or no? You just always let them mm-hmm, put it out. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. When when producers send me beats, bro, I don't even charge them. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't, I don't charge producers. I just tell them like, bro. I I literally tell them right now. I'd be like, oh, I fuck with the beat. I like how it sounds. But like, I'll tell them. I'd be like, bro. Like, just don't get mad if I don't use it because, like, you know what I'm saying. I, it might be a good as it might be a good beat, but it's just like. It might not be good enough for me. Like it might not, like, be at my standards of where I want to be and how I want the beat to sound. You know what I'm saying? Because I like using beats where it just like sounds very different from any other beat. Like I don't like using beats where they sound like very like generic or you could like find another beat just like yeah. I like using shit where it's like very unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so never... like I'll tell them like, if I don't use it, don't get mad. Mm-hmm. So you never had like, cause you said you don't charge producers. Have you ever had mm-hmm. another artist, another rapper say, "Hey man, I really want you on this," and then they gave you the beat, you did it, and then you was like, "You know what? I'll I'll give you." you what do you charge for features? Like if somebody asks mm-hmm. you, what you do. So have yeah. have have anybody ever like said, "Hey man, I want you on this beat," like a rapper said, "I want you on this." You got on it, and you was like, "You know what? I really don't want this. Could you? I'll give you your money back. Can you not release that? Have you ever did that?" Funny. Um, no, I don't, I don't get them the money back because I like my verse. Like, usually the beats aren't, like, hella bad. They're just, like, and they're just, like, all right. But it's mm-hmm. just, like, uh, 
I, I'll tell them, like, I don't really like how this beat sounds. Or I'll be like, I don't really like how this song sounds. Do you want another song? Like, I'll get them a song where it's like, I didn't finish the song. And I'll be like, okay, so do you want this song? Or do you want this song and this beat? And I'll let them choose. And then, you know what I'm saying? They just choose from there. Okay. Yeah. So you kind of try to That's be like, kind of like, um, what's the fucking word? Try to be flexible, like, kind of, you know? Yeah. Okay. So you're saying uh, your file, you had hella songs unreleased and they all got deleted. How many unreleased mm-hmm. songs do you have currently? Do you know the I don't number? Know. I stopped keeping count, bro. Ah, shit. Is it is it uh, more I than really 50? Stopped. I don't know. I literally stopped keeping count. I just stopped caring. Like, I just stopped caring about how many songs. Like, I just don't know. I really don't know. That's crazy. Cause I the home... just, like, I just make songs and I, you know, so I just keep them and that's it. I don't keep counting no more. Yeah, that's what the homie DK told me because he was playing. Mm-hmm. I think yesterday, a couple of days ago, this nigga played at least, I swear to God, at least a hundred songs. This nigga played, and he was naming other songs that he didn't even play. And I asked him, like, bro, how many that's shit you got crazy. unreleased? He said, I don't even know, probably like 300. I said, damn. So, and I say mm-hmm. that to ask, what's what's the reason for you not releasing some of it? Because I talked to a lot of the homies that make music. And it could range for them not liking the song, them simply forgetting about the song, or them liking it so much that they don't want to release it. So what's the reason for you nah, to not um, release some shit? I, I stopped doing that, bro. Like, I remember, like, back then, I would, like, drop, like, what, once or twice a month. But, like, now I just drop whenever the fuck I want. Like, I don't even care about having a set time of dropping and shit like that. So, like, I guess that's why I stopped keeping count. So, like, I don't know, whenever I make songs... And if I keep them, it's just because I just don't feel like dropping it. Okay. Like, I'll just be like, oh, I made another song that's better than this one. Or some shit to me. And then I'll just drop that song. Damn, it's or like... Some shit. Or, or like, I'll keep it for, like, an EP or something. Like, if... Okay. Or, like, maybe a surprise EP or something. I don't know. Some shit. Or I'll just give it to Rare. All right. It, it's crazy because, like, I'm asking you a question. And it's like, your answer is, like, answering... The next question, kind of, but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna ask this because uh-huh. one of the homies I'm not gonna say his name, because he may not want his name to be, you know. But he had played me some unreleased music, and the shit like it just had like the vibe that the song had. It was like super mm-hmm. intimate, you know what I'm saying? He said he wanted the song to be intimate, you know, for the listener. And I remember telling him I was like, yeah. "Bro, this shit felt too." He wasn't really talking about anything. I don't I don't want to say he was talking about anything too personal. I don't want to speak for him, but. I was yeah. telling him, like, bro, this sounds, like, too personal for you to release. You know what I'm saying? It sounds like, like you should give it as a gift later on to your audience. And I say that to ask, have you ever made a song and said, nah, I don't think they're ready for this. I don't think they're ready for the emotion on this. Nah, hell nah. Wait, nah, because, bro, um, what's the song? You know the wolf that traveled alone? Uh, I've seen a whole bunch of people talking about it's it, like, but I haven't. Like, it's like a really it. sad song that I made, and I had a breakdown right after I made the song. Oh, wow. I had a, I doubt I was going through a lot of shit because back then I was taking a lot of like Benadryls and mm-hmm. shit like that and I was just going through it and so I made the wolf had traveled alone when I made that song like everything that I said in that song was true and like right after I made it I had a breakdown like right after I recorded it I just had a whole breakdown I was crying like crazy and then I dropped it like. I dropped that song, like, I think, like, Midnight or some shit. Like, it was late as fuck. I dropped that song. And I was like, yo, I'm probably going to delete this song. You know what I'm saying? But I just wanted to just drop it. So, 
you know what I'm saying? Whoever needs it, needs it, or whatever the fuck. And then niggas liked it, so I kept it up. And then after a week or two, no, I think it was like after like three weeks, the song just started like blowing up on SoundCloud. Like it just started like getting hella likes. Like a lot of people were just like, yo, this song, this song is hard. Or like this song is, I can relate to this song or some shit. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. uh, I just like, I, I'd rather people, you know what I'm saying, know what's going on in my life when it comes to music. Like, I, I don't really care about how personal it, it is. Mm-hmm. When you, when you had the, um, the breakdown after you made that song, do you think it somewhat helps you kind of dig deep and try to find out what was going on or? Oh no! I already knew what was going on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like I kind of already knew what was going on. It was just like I just had to have hope mm-hmm. on whenever it was gonna end. Well, that's powerful. I didn't expect that to. My bad. But I didn't expect that question to unpackage all that. Yeah. But... No, that's cool that you you know you're open with your audience and you're. I feel like that's, mm-hmm. like how you said, you want to have a cult. That's one way to do that by having, you know, just being so open and so just authentic mm-hmm. with your audience and giving them a piece of you, you know? Because mm-hmm. uh, like when it comes to that, well, I know it's not a question, but like when it comes to that and like having those people that you're very infatuated with or you, you know what I'm saying, really believe in or inspire you or like idols or some shit, it's like you see those people as something like, um, like the the okay so let me put it this way whenever i see people that are very impactful to the world like um very like very impactful like music wise or you know talking like philosopher or you know what i'm saying like that they're very open to like you know what i'm saying letting the world into their world you feel me like they don't you know what i'm saying block people off or some shit i mean there's some shit where it's like you don't know about them, but still, it's just like they're very open. You can like really relate to them, and like that's what I want people to see whenever they um like hear me or like they see me. They, they I want them to be like, yo, I can relate to this person. Like he's going through the same thing that I'm going through, and he's like very open about it. And he just doesn't care. You know what I'm saying? That people are gonna hurt him because blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? I want people to be like, yo, I want to be like that. You feel me? Like, very strong and just, like, very wise and just, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not afraid of shit. Yeah, that... They could just, like, tell anybody what the fuck is going on. Because, like, that's what I can do. I could literally go to somebody. Somebody could be like, oh, how's your day? And I could, like, if I'm really going through something bad, I could just be like, oh, this, this, and that. Or I could tell them traumas that I had in the past. Because, like, I've come to terms with those traumas. So, like, if you even try to use those traumas against me, I'm not going to give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I'll just look at you. I'm just like, all right, well, I see what type of person you are. Man, you got to be so. some type of piece of work to do some shit like that, too. My God. Yeah. But I definitely could resonate with what you said because this is, I, mm-hmm. I hope this isn't really off topic, but one person that I kind of really, really fucking look to is like mm-hmm. Steve O because I'm, I'm about to be six years sober. You know what I'm saying? So his whole mm-hmm. journey of how he bounce back it's like it's just empowering to me you know what i'm saying it really nah, his his story is crazy like i fuck with his story too his story is like crazy as hell how he was just like doing all that crazy shit and like off all these pills and all that and then i look at him he's like good now like you know what i'm saying so it's an interesting story 
to have. Yeah, you definitely that people can learn from. It's definitely inspiring. Anybody else who's uh, struggling with addiction, bro, you can do it, bro. Because me, I'm I'm mm-hmm. about to be six years sober, and I look to Steve-O, you know what I'm saying? If he, as a dark as a place he was in, bro, you could do it too, bro. We could all do this shit, you know what I'm saying? We got to give people hope for people that are struggling yeah, with definitely. addiction and shit, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm getting hella emotional. Let's get back. Uh, I seen a tweet, or not I seen a tweet, but you were talking about how you had lost a hella, hella songs, the file had got corrupted. Is there any, like, precautions mm-hmm. that you take to prevent that from happening? Like, you'd be like, okay, let me not open this while I'm recording or some shit. I lost hella songs because I was trying to get auto-tuned into my fucking oh. FL studio. And a nigga sent me a file, and I guess the, like, the file worked for everybody else, but then when it came to my computer, my computer was just like, fuck no. And it just, like, just fucked everything up. And I was just like, damn, like, I just lost all these songs, but, like, like, even though it kind of, like, bummed me out, I was just like, okay, maybe this was supposed to happen. Maybe I'll just, you know what I'm saying? I can always make more songs. That's why I don't really care about losing songs is because I know myself that I could, like, just make more songs. Uh, uh, yeah, that's how it happened. I was trying to get auto-tune in my shit. I feel that I would be, I ain't gonna lie, I'd be hurt, bro. I'd, like, even if that should happen years ago, I'd still be like, Fuck, like, mm-hmm. cause I'm a person. I always think about the past. That's that's one of my problems. I always stay in the past sometimes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, damn, I would be, yeah, I'd be mad. Like, I'd be mad as shit. But you said you tried to put auto tune on it, and somebody sent you a file, and then it just was it the same computer that you're using now? Yeah, it was the same one. Oh same yeah. Laptop. Damn. I don't know what happened. It's just like my FL Studio just fucked up, and I had to get FL Studio again, but. Like, I have two FL Studios in my shit. So, like, one of the FL Studios doesn't work, but the other one does. Like, it's weird. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, what type of computer are you going to get? Are you going to get another computer? or? I want a gaming laptop. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know which you one. You did does, say that, yeah. But I want a, I want a gaming laptop. Because those are fast and shit, so. Yeah. Heard the Alien. I think one that stuck out to me was the Alienware or, like, the Omens. I heard those are really good, too. Nah, I heard Alien Wars with ass. Really? A lot of people, yeah. What the a hell they got? Tell me Alien Wars ass. They be like, bro, don't get that shit. Oh hell no! They got all that promotion behind them, all them good ass graphics mm-hmm. on the commercials. Oh hell no! Yeah. What the fuck? Maybe like a like an Alienware like PC, but like a laptop. Oh yeah, laptop. Like nah, don't 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 get that shit. Don't get an Alienware laptop. Oh shit! Everybody listening, because I come from the gaming community. Everybody listening, do not get that shit, bro. Do not get it. <laughs> but. Hey man, just get whatever fits you, bro. Like, that's what we told you. Whatever you think is good, just get it. Oh, what? Like, oh, it's gonna be like that for every computer. Niggas are gonna be like, don't get it. So. Oh yeah, but if they selling some bullshit, then hell no, I don't get yeah. that shit. Fuck them. That's but, right. <laughs> but I remember you were saying a lot of your, I think it was like a tweet. A lot of your earlier music that you put on SoundCloud, it got mm-hmm. struck down by people who didn't even own it. Like, do you, do you still deal with issues like that where somebody will come out of nowhere oh and strike your shit? Yo, that was the SoundCloud purge. I don't remember. I don't know if you're in the community, but um, niggas that niggas that were in the community, they know what the SoundCloud purge was because it happened three times. Well, it happened three different times. And I remember everybody was scared of getting, like, their songs strike down. So niggas were, like, you know what I'm saying, private their songs to not get strike down. But, like. Like I told you, when it comes to me, bro, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about plays. You know what I'm saying? I had a lot of plays because, like, that's kind of, like, when I was getting, like, more known in the underground. But it's just, like, I didn't really give a fuck because, like, 
I don't one. I don't really care about plays. Like I do. Like you know, what I'm saying it's cool to have them. You know, what I'm saying it's cool to like appreciate. But like it's just like when it comes to me, I know I can make more songs mm-hmm. that are gonna be hard. You know what I'm saying? I can make more songs that people are gonna fuck with. And if it if it got struck down on SoundCloud, they could just go to Spotify. Like the same songs on Spotify. They really want the songs. Niggas would really re-upload the songs. That's mm-hmm. why I didn't really care as much. Yeah, my songs got striked down, but then I got them back anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember it was like a SoundCloud page, and it was like a group of people just striking anybody. Like they were just striking hell of people, like for no, I don't know what reason, but they were just doing that. And what the fuck? Like I remember I lost my songs. I was kind of like, damn, what the fuck? But I just didn't care. It was just like, damn. Yeah, I definitely be mad. Not not about the views, but more so like it's mm-hmm. history. Like, uh. Y'all fucking with history type shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I was more mad because it's like, like people use those songs to feel better. You feel me? So yeah, that's kind of like damn. Like you, you really doing this for what? Yeah, it's happened a couple of times where niggas try to take my songs down. Not, not now because I don't think you can do it now. Well, that's good. As much, but yeah. Well, oh. you, you probably can. It's just I think like niggas just don't anymore. Okay. I was gonna ask, do you like SoundCloud or Spotify more? Um, Spotify. Definitely. How- the SoundCloud? I ain't gonna lie, bro. SoundCloud be on some bullshit, bro. <laughs> yeah, I heard it. they don't be, be trying to pay niggas they pay dollars. They be on bullshit. They be on bullshit. Nah, bro. I, 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 until SoundCloud fixes they shit, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fuck them niggas. Like, fuck them, but you know what I'm saying? It's a cool, but fuck them. You know what I'm saying? They be on some bullshit. <laughs> It's like they don't really be caring as much. Yeah. Oh, shit. I don't know. I feel like they're just like money hungry. Mm-hmm. Same thing. So. Same thing with YouTube. It's hard to get in contact with like YouTube support and get some shit mm-hmm. solved. Like. Yeah. But do you? But yeah, I follow Spotify more. Do you have a song that you uploaded, took it down, and regretted doing it? Um. No, I, I've, I've, I've been taking down songs for like uh like a good minute, so I always take down songs a lot of times, but uh, if it, if it, if it was a song that I wish I had on my page, it would be like Aromantic Insomniac, it's okay. on the various page, it's like a sad song, but the only reason I don't have it on my page is because it got striked down, I didn't Damn. take it off, it got striked down, and I think on Rare's page it's like at 30k or some shit. It's like thirty song K plays. Okay. Yeah, it's a good ass song. I fuck with that song. All right. So on the on the other hand, have you ever released a song, almost took it down, but decided not to when it did really really good? Um, a couple of my songs that I have. It's probably like it's mainly like the sad ones. Okay. Because like usually when it comes to the sad music I make, whenever I drop them, they usually do like. You know what I'm saying? They don't usually do as good as the hype ones first week. And then usually I have to wait like two, three weeks for the sad ones to like start like actually like making noise and people actually fucking with them. Because I remember, um, what's the, what's, the, what's the song name? Um, what the fuck is the song name? <laughs> wait, wait, let me look, let me look, let me look. I remember, uh, what's it called? Smile Through the Pain. Yeah, like. It that that didn't start get, getting noise until like two weeks later. Okay. 
At first, I was gonna just delete it. That's why I told people, I was just like, all right, I'm about to just delete it. But then people were like, nah, nah, keep it up, please, please, please. And I was like, all right. And then that's when more people started like liking it. Yeah. I think this yeah. is kind of, this isn't really a question, but I feel like your community is kind of used to you deleting shit. Cause I, didn't you delete like your mm-hmm. Discord like twice or some shit like that? Yeah. Or was it only once? Nah, I deleted Discord servers like two, three times. So I feel like they're kind of used to like, oh, well, shit, the more he deleted it again, fuck it. We're going to mm-hmm. get some more hard shit later. This is, it's just because whenever I get um very, uh, whenever I go through like my sad phases or some shit, like I go like, I get like very emotional. I tend to like self-destruct a lot, mm-hmm. but I don't do as much anymore because I kind of learned to like chill out. But, like I would like self-destruct and feel like nobody cares about me and like, that that's kind of like the main thing that makes me sad is like i crave i crave love a lot like not love from like a single person but from like everybody like i want people to love me and like sometimes it's kind of hard for me to like see that because like you know like how i told you like people just come and leave or people just get whatever out of me and then they leave so it's kind of like i i have a hard time like really understanding like if people like love me for me or they just love me you know what i'm saying or they're just like here for now and then leave later or some shit so like whenever i get like that i kind of just self-destruct and then start deleting shit because like i'll, I'll just be like man fuck this shit, i don't care mm-hmm. i definitely i definitely feel, I feel like every i feel like that's almost like when it comes to wanting to be loved that's normal bro it's like mm-hmm. we're I don't know, I feel like more people need to want to love people and show true, genuine love and not no fake shit. But like, genuine, like I don't know, I feel like we're, I feel like at our core, humans at our core, we're like loving beings. And I feel like we need to tap into that more. So I feel like it's normal for you to feel like, wanting to feel loved. It's a good feeling, you know? Mm. But Yeah, that's something I just crave like the most, even since I was like a little ass kid. Like when it came to my mom and like I wouldn't really see her as much, I would like, you know what I'm saying? I would really crave that type of love from her because, you know what I'm saying, my mom is, like, everything to me. Like, she's, like, oh, if you ever see me sad, put my mom on the phone, I'll be happy again. She's, like, her voice is, like, a like a cure to, like, or some shit. Like, it's kind of weird. No, I love like, that. I see my mom and I get it. I get very excited. No, I love that. That made me smile because I'm, I'm a mama's boy, too, bro. Mm-hmm. I love my mom, bro. Because, like I said, my dad, mm-hmm. he wasn't in my life. So, my mom, that's my that's my everything, bro. So I definitely feel what mm-hmm. you're saying on that. But yeah. when it when it comes to you, like you said, how sometimes you self-destruct, I definitely feel mm-hmm. that too. But it, it's mainly like it'll be like during certain times of the year. Like if like if something happened during a certain point in my life, when that mm-hmm. time of year comes around again, I'll get fucked up. And my listeners, y'all know, sometimes I'll just go fucking haywire. Like around December, because my homie, he got murdered in December. We were all there type shit, so we seen, you know, we seen the homie die. So uh, every mm-hmm. time when that shit comes around, I just, I kind of go off the fucking rails. I start saying shit on fucking social media that I shouldn't be saying. Like, like when it comes to like, yeah. <laughs> fuck, I don't want to get too deep into it because I feel like they, I don't want them to try to fuck with this interview or with this part of the interview. But I don't know, I feel like when that time of year comes around, I just start, I don't want to say expose and shit, but I just start, you know, saying shit that I feel like motherfuckers should know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I kind of have to take a step back and realize, okay, you can't always do that. And if you are gonna do that, wait till you get a bigger platform to where you can do it. You feel me? Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I know exactly what you mean. 
But uh, damn, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. It was, it was good, bro. It was good. That's why I feel like that's why I kind of want to preach the mental health shit and also, you know, mm-hmm. going to a like a therapist or even like I'm gonna be real, bro. Like, cause I, I was just talking to the homie the other day, and he was telling me how he he would want to go to a therapist, but he he wants to go to somebody who can understand not not only just understand but relate to what type of pain they went through and i feel like it's good to mm-hmm. even if you can't go to a therapist if you know somebody that has been through some similar shit as you talk to them bro mm-hmm. y'all can bounce off of each other nah, and, you know it. but uh not nah, for because that can help whenever you go to people that are, like experience the same thing and then hang them like be like oh this is how I, how i got over it and shit like that or like come to terms with it mm-hmm but uh yeah shout out to everybody still listening to this fucking episode we're about we're an hour and 15 minutes in uh give dolar some love right now stop this fucking interview go give him some fucking love because he's hanging in there bro like we're almost mm-hmm. done though bro we're almost fucking finished but go give him some fucking mm-hmm. love bro because we're we trying to thug this shit out for y'all nah facts i love y'all niggas you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying so you know love you back <laughs> but uh <laughs> I want to get I want to get into your song NASCAR. That's like one of my, that's probably that's your favorite. That's my favorite song by you because it was the first one I heard. Like when I heard that I didn't put up in that Jaguar, that NASCAR. I didn't put two hundred on the dashboard, that fast. I said, oh shit. Uh, I was like, oh yeah, this is gonna be a banger for sure. So when you did you know that that song was gonna bang as hard as it did when you made it or? Nah, when I made it, I was like, yeah, this shit, yeah, this this shit hard as fuck. <laughs> I was like, yeah, for sure. This shit is definitely hard as fuck. But then that's like kind of like all my music. Mm-hmm. I just like, nah, this shit's hard. But like NASCAR, I was like, yeah, this shit's hard. Like niggas are going to fuck with this. Because it sounded very like underground. Like it sounded like, um, it sounded like kind of like the old underground. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, like the old trap shit, like the whole Florida song and shit kind of sounded like that. So when I made it, I was like, yeah, this shit sounds like an underground hit. Like, something people in the ground be like yo this shit is amazing mm-hmm. yeah definitely do you have any other i think the whole of course i have to do more research into your catalog mm-hmm. i couldn't listen to all your music but i tried to listen to as much as i could the only other mm-hmm. song that kind of got me hype like that i think it's called um fuck, fuck, fuck. i think it's called crunk or something like that okay crunk yeah do, do you have another song that's like kind of that vibe to like that nascar crunk just super fucking lit vibe um that you like like say, you like, like the most though um i would say dove okay um i had this one song called like rambo it's just hard uh i don't know it's a lot of songs that i have that are like hard as hell mm-hmm. but you know i'm saying it's just kind of like you, you kind of just have to like look for them and shit do you do you find yourself trying to recreate like that nascar type of vibe when you like when you make a more aggressive or more lit song do you go all right i'm gonna use the blueprint for nascar and keep trying to make that keep trying to make that over and over do you do that or oh hell no <laughs> no why how come no nah, i just i just make songs and i just like when i make songs um and i feel the beat i just be like i don't know it just comes to my oh, head yeah, you, I you did say that. like i don't yeah. you know what i'm saying i don't i don't think of like like sometimes I'll think of other songs where I'd be like, okay, like I feel like this song, I kind of want to make sense. Or like I hear the beat, I'm like, oh, it kind of sounds like this song or something like that. But like I won't do the same flow or some shit. It's just like it just, I just say whatever the fuck I say. Okay. And boom. And the AMV, 
for NASCAR dropped. I think it dropped like a month ago. Did you? I th- fuck. I think you talked about you kind of addressed this a little kind of earlier in the interview. But did you? Was the timing for that AMV? Did you want to drop it around this time, or did you want to drop it earlier? Like, was that plan to drop uh, it kind of late? The AMV. Yeah, the AMV. Yeah. Oh, um, my nigga vibes. Yeah. Uh, nah. He he just wanted to do the song, and then he just dropped it. I was just like, all right, cool. Like. You know what I'm saying? He's, he told me that he made the, the AMV like a while ago and he still wanted to drop it. But nah, he just makes AMVs to my songs. Like, he just fucks with me. Okay. Shout, shout out to him. Nah, for real. He's cool as fuck. Are you thinking about filming like a, a real music video for NASCAR or do you think the song already ran its course? Um, I don't even think about songs running their course because like, yeah, I can make a I can make a music video to a song that I dropped like two years ago or some shit. Like I don't even care. It's just like I just don't have like the equipment to like be doing all that right now. Like I can like now since I have my thirteen, like I have an iPhone thirteen now, and like uh I could I can record videos. It's just like I would have to send it to somebody to edit or some shit. Mm-hmm. But like yeah, like I still want to do more music videos. Like I wish I could, but. Uh, you know, Sam will just have to wait for that time to come. I feel that. So, speaking of NASCARs and fast cars, do you have like a dream car that you that you really want? Um, an Audi R8, and that was only because of GTA. <laughs> Yo, like, but then, but then, but then, I ain't gonna lie. Then, uh, you know what I'm saying? Because in this in this little underground community. Niggas always get compared to X a lot, so then X got the uh the car right, and then I was like, "Fuck, where?" But that that was like that was like way before I was making music, so like I didn't, you know what I'm saying. But now it's just like now that I make music and people always be comparing me to like people and shit. Like if I get the R8, then I'm gonna have to hear all those comparisons and shit. I'm just like, bro, leave me the fuck alone. Like, I've always <laughs> wanted this car. Like I've always wanted that car ever since like GTA Five. When it came out and shit, I saw it in the game. I was like, "Nah, that car is hard." All I right. was like, "Nah, I want I want like an Audi or something, like some shit like that." I feel that. All right, so I want to know, um, because I think you're, uh, I think you were saying uh, Xanax. That shit blew the hell up. That shit is that your most viewed song? Um, when it comes to like most stream, Spotify. When it comes to Spotify, yes. Okay. When it comes to SoundCloud, it's Reminiscence. Okay. Did you ex- so like reminiscence is kind of like about to pass Xanax on Spotify too? Okay. Did you expect Xanax to go like as viral as it did? Um, as viral as it did, I don't know. I just knew it was a good ass song, mm-hmm. so I was just promoting it, and people liked it. So I was just like, okay, and I thought it was just gonna just you know what I'm saying? Just I don't know. I felt like it was like a TikTok song, like a song that people could just dance to on TikTok or some shit. <laughs> so it kind of like sounds like that. It's like it has that like aesthetic to it, like that sound to it. So I don't know. I kind of did, but like I kind of didn't. I don't know. I just like things are just better unexpected. So I didn't really, you know what I'm saying, think too much of it. Yeah. It's just um some girl on TikTok used it like some... Some 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 girl I forgot her name, but some girl used it on TikTok that like plays Roblox and shit on her TikTok and shit like that. <laughs> but like she was doing a regular video, and like 
That's kind of how like Xanax died, like making noise. Okay. Did you ever reach out mm-hmm. to her? Um, I always reach out to people on TikTok that be using my songs. Like they're big. Like um, I don't know if you know um, Avani. Yeah. Uh-huh. Avani is this like person that like um, how much does she have on on Instagram? It's like like I think she had like last time I checked, she had like sixteen million or something. And she used my song Reminiscence, and it's just like. You can't really hit up people because they just be having like hella followers. So it's just mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying. And usually they just use the song because they they like that part of the song. So it's just like, all right, whatever. They just use the song, but you know what I'm saying. It was cool. That's crazy. I did not know that she fucking used your song. It's crazy how shit comes like full circle. Because mm-hmm. I used to help manage uh her boyfriend Anthony. I used to help manage his uh esports team, Mystery Gaming. So it's mm-hmm. crazy how shit comes full circle. Shout out to them. And- I know they probably ain't fucking listening, but shout out to y'all, bro, for using the homie song. But uh, nah, thanks. <laughs> I want to talk about your uh, your first show that you had uh, did, and you did it with a uh, Slutty Sunny. How did you come about mm-hmm. doing that show? Um, I just saw it, and then I was just like, "Oh, can I perform?" And then I didn't really too, know too much about shows, so I I paid for the show like to perform, and uh, I was just like, "Oh, well, I'm in Atlanta anyway," so then I went over there. And this is like right before I started living in Atlanta, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know. I went over there and I met Sunny. Sunny was cool, and then yeah, I mean, I just performed. I mean, it was it was cool. So yeah, I remember. I think you said that uh, in your other interview too. How like Sunny was just like a super. I don't know he was just cool, like chill person. I feel like a lot of people that met him personally, because I never met him personally, but a lot of people who met him. They say the same shit. Like he's just super cool, super chill. Or like his fan base, his supporters would say he was just super open, super especially on his Instagram lives. Like he would be just super open to his fans. I feel like that's why niggas loved him so much, bro. Like, mm-hmm. and that's why he's very he's very quiet though. He was very quiet. Oh yeah, like, like uh, he's very like he's very like to himself, but he's chill. Yeah, like, like, he'll talk to people yeah. obviously, but it's just like he's very just he just be chilling. Yeah, I seen that in his cult classic interview with him. Um, a couple other guys. He was just kind of reserved, just kind of looking, just peeping shit out. Like it was funny, like, cause I, cause I don't know. Yeah. I, I know I clicked on that shit for him, so I was like, I want to hear this nigga talking. He not even talking. I was like, fuck. But yeah, that's what he be doing. But he just be chilling. <laughs> when when you did that show, did he had already dropped Arachnid? So I kind of want to give like people a timeline of where he was at in his career when you did that show. Mm, I think so. Yeah, okay. Gary had the name of Nunagon for sure, but. Um, I think, think so. I don't know. He didn't. He didn't. I I never talked to him before the show. Like that was the first time I ever talked to him. Okay. It was at the show. Do you have any like? Know. Oh, go ahead. Go go. No, that was it. No, go 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 go. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't have. That was it. I just said so. Oh. That's it. <laughs> hey, for everybody listening, y'all know. Whenever like, if I hear somebody talking, because I want to, because they. This show is about y'all, bro. It's about the fucking guests. So I don't never want to cut off my guests. If y'all got something to say, I'm like, go, go, go. I always say that shit. But <laughs> not for you, but nah, I'm, that was that was all I had to say. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, uh, do you have any like memorable or like funny moments at that show? It doesn't have to involve Sunny, just in general. Like, have you or did you go to that show and you was like, damn, like this is fucking dope. Like, have you had any? Do you have any like memories like cool. that? It wasn't like it wasn't like hella heads though. It wasn't like hella heads. I mean, it was just like, I don't know, we just went to the show, and then that's when I saw Anti and shit, so, 
like this nigga named Antisocial, and I'm still cool with to this day and shit. But uh, I don't know. It was just like meeting people for the first time and shit. It was cool like that. Mm-hmm. I wish but, I had a I wish it, was just, it was just a class day to be honest. I wish I'd have started doing this shit earlier. I would like he's one of the people in the underground that I really wish I'd have been able to meet, but I wasn't doing this shit. I wasn't doing I wasn't even in the underground back then. Like I was just mm-hmm. I was in the game and shit. But I was mm-hmm. I think I remember hearing about him and of course the fucking comparison shit. As soon as X died, it was this fucking YouTube video that it was like people that sound like X or some shit like that. And I think Josiah was on there. Scar Lord was on there and uh Sonny was on there, but the only person I gravitated towards for some reason was Scar Lord because he was like just fucking screaming, it didn't sound like X to me. I was like, Oh, this shit's hard, so I gravitated oh, towards yeah, him. Scar Lord just sounded like Scar Lord to me, man. And then I think the song Arachnid was on that video, but then fast forward, mm-hmm. Sonny had passed away, and I was like, Who the fuck is like, who the fuck is Slutty? Because he has that name, like, it'll catch your attention. I'm like, Bro, who is this, bro? So I looked up that song, Iraq, and I was like, oh, shit, this is him? And ever since then, it just, I don't know, it just kind of made me, I don't want to say feel like shit, but it made me want to, like, give more people a chance and dive deep into, like, the underground of people that aren't signed. Because there's so many talented people out here, bro, that you never, either you never hear about them, or, like, you hear about them, and then they pass away type shit. So I kind of want to give more people a chance to just listen to these people, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of talent out here, for sure. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like that X comparison shit, but I feel like it just, it kind of tainted the underground in a sense, because it's like, I'm pretty sure a lot of these kids, they ain't not trying to sound like nobody, bro, they're just making their own fucking music, and here these people come, out of nowhere, being a fucking, like, of course, like how you were saying, some people, they don't mean to be assholes when they do it, but it's like, it's mm-hmm. kind of, it's kind of a shithead move to compare, like, a new artist that's just now starting to get a little rise, a little buzz, compare them to a more established artist. Because it's like, bro, this person hasn't even been able to blossom yet. You feel what I'm saying? Give this person time. And I feel like as a collective, we need to start, you know, giving people time to blossom, you know? It's definitely going to happen. Like, regardless who you are, you're always going to be compared until you reach a certain level. Like, right when you reach that certain level, then you're yourself. But, Mm -hmm. like, before you get to that certain level, you're always going to sound like somebody else, like, to everybody else you're always gonna sound like oh they you know what I'm saying you're always gonna be compared until you reach a different level mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying a, a level to where it's just like all right you have enough fans you have enough you know what I'm saying plays and shit and then people will be like oh no nah, he don't sound like nobody you know what I'm saying shit like that facts because then they have they don't really have anybody bigger than you to like compare you to mm-hmm. I kind of want to go back to the show shit. Remember in your, I'm going to keep going back to your interview too. Like your, um, your last interview, you said how you weren't nervous when you were doing it and doing your first show. And like, it just felt like natural. Mm-hmm. It felt like you're meant to do that. And that was when I noticed mm-hmm. you kind of have that same aura when it comes to like you being on your Instagram live or you posting stories, you're, you know, you're in a camera and shit like that. Have you ever thought of vlogging? It seems like, yes, bro. I want to vlog, bro. I want to vlog. I want to vlog so much. Like, Whenever, um, like, I start doing more shows and shit and, like, all that. And, like, I guess by the time this comes out, I guess people will know that I'm on a tour. Mm-hmm. But, uh, basically, like, I don't know. I just want to start vlogging because I feel like vlogs would be cool. And I feel like my personality is, like, very, like, you know what I'm saying, interesting. And then, um, you know what I'm saying, my bro K is going to be with me. And his personality is cool as fuck, too. So this is, like, I feel like. 
me myself and then the people that I hang with, their personalities are always like very like funny, like you know what I'm saying? We're just like very interesting people that people just want to know more about and like be around and shit like that. So whenever I have time to do vlogs, yes, I wanna do vlogs. I mean, you should you should definitely do that. Shit. Really yeah, you should do it, bro. Mm-hmm. You definitely should. Because I feel like a lot of uh a lot of artists too, I feel like y'all need to start tapping into like, you know, the social media shit. Start being on social media more. I don't want to say become a social media nigga, but you know what I'm saying? Do social media mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying? Try to grow your platform outside of your music. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that that'll be a mm-hmm. good path to do. Mm-hmm. But I've seen a I've seen a tweet from you that said I think it's like you said collectives are dumb, that you're dumb with the whole idea of collectives. Why do you think you said that yeah. at that moment? And do you still resonate with it's, that? It's internet collectors. I was talking ah. about internet collectors. Internet collectors are so fucking, like, they're just so stupid to me. Because, like, you'll be in an internet collective and niggas will just be jealous or envious of each other. But, like, when it comes to, like, real-life collectors, like, people that you know, like, in real life that you, like, you know what I'm saying? You're always with in real life. It's very different. It's very genuine. It's very like niggas aren't usually jealous of each other. Niggas, you know what I'm saying? Everybody has that same goal. But when it comes to internet, like there's a lot of fake people that, you know what I'm saying? They just want to be in the collective just to be in it. You know what I'm saying? For clout or like shit like that. That's why I was saying that because to me, I'd rather be in a fucking like a I'd rather be with a group of people, like a family, a group of people where it's like we all have the, you know what I'm saying, same idea and we all like vibe with each other because, well, you can have an internet collective. I've heard it so many times where people in internet collectives, like they meet each other and they don't even like each other. <laughs> like they'll find out they don't like each other, bro. It is like weird as fuck. <laughs> so I've always thought that the whole collective internet shit was like dumb as hell. Yeah, you should definitely know people before you call them your family, know them in person before you let them, you know, open them up to your world. Because you never know what somebody got on their mind, you know what I'm saying? They may have a whole nother agenda compared to you. Right. But do you, did you always know that you wanted to be a musician when you were younger? Like if I were to ask eight-year-old Delore what he wanted to be like as a career, what do you think he would have said? But I would have said I don't know. <laughs> really? As an eight-year-old? Not like an astronaut or like some shit? I, I would have been like, but I don't know. I don't like, but I never knew what I wanted to be because it would always change. Like, I, w- I would want to be like a football player. I would be like, oh, I want to be a basketball player. Or, oh, I want to be a dancer. Or, oh, I want to uh make music. It's just different. But like all of my shit was very like everything that I wanted to do didn't require college. Mm. that's what i knew for a fact like if i had to go to school to do it i didn't want to do it i'm sorry i just nah hell nah yeah everything i wanted to do definitely was involved a lot of money to it like you know what i'm saying i would get like be successful and shit like that like you know what i'm saying i feel that because i know like i wanted to go to school to be a uh like to be an emt like an ambulance person i was wondering if you were to go to school like, let's say if you really fucked with school, and if you were to go to college, what do you think you would go to college for? Computer engineering, probably. Okay. Why is that? I'm sure like that. Because I'm really good with, like, computers and shit and technology. But I, I still wouldn't want to be there. Like, I would <laughs> hate it. <laughs> like, I would really be sitting there like, that shit's boring. Like, I don't want to do this. So, 
I mean, I did go to college for like half a semester or some shit, and I just left. Okay. I didn't even want to go to college. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that I went to college. I went to college for like a little bit. I just left because I didn't want to be in college. I didn't want to. It was just like, you know, like when you have parents and shit, they always want you to do something. You know what I'm saying? They they want you to live a life that they kind of already had had set for you type shit. Or like, mm. um, they don't want you to like go through the struggles that they had to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, I don't want to do this shit. And then, so I came back home and then they kicked me out. And then, yeah, I was just like hopping house to house and shit oh, until wow. I went to Georgia. Okay. What what yeah. are do you mind saying what college you went to? Uh you don't have to yeah. fucking say it, bro. You I don't, don't. Even know. I don't remember the name. It just said it was just RBC or some shit. I just remember the like the thing, like RBC, but I don't really remember the name. Like I didn't but I just did not care about that dumbass <laughs> school. I didn't even go to class, bro. I hate oh. I didn't even go to class. I swear. I sat in my room and I made music the whole time. Like I didn't go to class. No way. Yes, bro. I was so serious. I was just like, bro, I don't want to be here. Like, I don't want to be here. I mean, it was cool as fuck because I ain't lie, bro. Being in college, you be around a lot of people and shit. So it's cool as hell, like, being around people. But, like, I was just like, bro, I don't want to do this. is not what I want to do in my life. I don't want to be in school. So I just, I just did the fuck out. I was like, I don't know. I mean, unless you, you know, because that's a lot of people. Like, we was just, you were just saying that to us. A lot of people who, mm-hmm. you know, especially from like um caribbean households or like from african households like people from not from the states in general like they'll come out here and then they have kids and like okay you need to be a doctor you need to be a lawyer and then they, their kids you know they live that shit and they're not happy it's like you got to do what you know mm-hmm. do what you want to do do make that what uh, makes you my, happy you know when it came to my mom she didn't care you know what I'm saying? whatever makes me happy you know what I'm saying? whatever i want to do but my dad he was very strict so he like you know what i'm saying if if you weren't doing what the fuck he wanted you to do, then, you know what I'm saying, then you gotta, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> get the fuck out or some mm-hmm. shit, you gotta, you know what I'm saying? But it's just, like, I guess, like, with me, he kind of realized, like, I'm gonna do whatever I wanted to do. And then I had to, like, prove it to him that, like, I know, like, he doesn't fuck with this idea, but I had to prove it to him, like, yo, like, trust, like, I know what I'm doing. But, uh, I guess when it came to me, and then like now, like my sisters and shit, they be doing whatever the fuck they want. I swear, <laughs> my sister got a tattoo. Well, at fifteen years old. Oh what yeah, I'm about to say, how old like, is she? Fifteen? Damn. 15, yes, bro, I'm like, bro, what the fuck going on? And they be dying the hair and shit because I remember when I was in high school, bro, I couldn't dye my hair. I didn't get a phone until high school, bro. But I oh wow, dye my hair, bro. I couldn't. Yeah, I had a flip phone. <laughs> until high school but i had a flip fucking phone i remember they told me that if i want an iphone everybody had iphones around me but if i want an iphone i had to work to get my iphone but then something happened and i got the iphone for free but um yeah bro like i couldn't do hella shit when i was in high school me and my brother and my older brother we couldn't do shit bro and then um my cousin would live with us too and like yeah like us three, we just can't do shit. But then our two little sisters, they get everything, bro. They get two VR headsets. They get oh, Xboxes. They get Playstations. They get they get whatever. The, I I be sitting there like, bro, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I be lucky jealous. I be like, bro, like I wish, bro. I wish. It it be like that with the younger siblings, though. It be like that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess because they got the money for it now and shit. Because 
I mean, when we were younger, we didn't. We had money, but it wasn't like you know, what I'm saying having money. Mm-hmm. I guess they have enough money to do that, and then you know what I'm saying, I guess like me doing different shit from everybody in my family, they kind of just like realized like you know, what I'm saying we gotta let these kids like live the way they want to live. Yeah, I was just about to ask, so, how do they? How does your family feel about the music you make? They support me. That's good. They be coming in my lives. Oh, really? Oh, that's dope. I said, my mom be in my lives, but I be like, oh, hey, mom. Like, she'll just come in. Like, my sisters, they'll join sometimes. Or, like, my brother, they join the lives and shit like that. My brother always joins the lives and shit. He'll just be saying random shit. Does you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I'll let him, like, come into life. Do you get, like, embarrassed sometimes? Because sometimes chat niggas be saying some crazy shit, bro. So, like, have you ever had a nope. moment where, like, your mom came in and niggas was talking about wild shit in the comments? No, nah, hell no, nah, because my fans know me, bro. You doing some dumb shit. Don't do that dumb shit around mm-hmm. me, bro. Don't, you know what I'm saying? I be telling them, like, bro, they could joke around and shit. They could, you know what I'm saying, have their little fun. But if, like, if it comes to something, like, serious or, like, I'm talking about something serious in the live, don't, don't do that dumb shit. Because I don't respectful. do that live. And I, mm-hmm. I won't talk to you. Like, I literally, like, if I see a, a specific person doing something, I'll, I'll either roast the shit out of you. And like make everybody else roast you and I won't give a fuck or I just won't talk to you. I won't let you in. Mm-hmm. I'll literally be like, yo, unfollow me. I don't care about your fucking follow. I don't care about, you know what I'm saying? Because when it comes to that, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to like me being serious or shit like that, I take that very seriously. So then if you're not taking me serious, then I feel like you're disrespecting me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know what it is, so, yeah. So then at that point, it's kind of like, nigga, fuck you. Like, Fuck you too. I don't give a fuck about you. That's but, yeah. That's one thing I'd be like, damn. Nah, like nobody, nobody's ever said anything about my mom. No, no, I, I didn't mean about your mom. I meant like, let's say yeah. like if y'all talking about some shit, like let's say y'all all goofing around, y'all all chilling, y'all talking about some shit, and then she joins a live. You're like, oh hey mom, oh shit, hello. Has that ever mm-hmm. happened? Yeah. Glad you be like, oh hey mom. Yeah. <laughs> Keep talking about what the fuck I'm talking about. Oh really? You would, like, you'll try to change the subject. Nah. Okay. You must for, have that relationship with her. I like it's it's like why why would I act different when my family joins? I'm gonna act this still the same because like the way I act in front of my family is the way I act in front of my fans and shit. Except like I might not cuss in front oh, of my yeah. mom and like I'm not gonna yeah. cuss in front of my mom, but like if she joins the lives and like I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna be talking about the same shit. The same exact shit I was already talking about. I was just like, oh, hey, mom. And I'll just keep going on what I was talking about. Oh, yeah, that's definitely like, a gift, for real. That's a gift right there. Like I told you, I'm very open. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know what I'm saying? My mom is, like, my mom is, like, my best friend. Mm-hmm. Like, she's, like, one of my best friends. Like, she's somebody that can just, like, she knows when I'm sad. You feel me? Or, like, you know what I'm like, I could just tell her anything, and then she'll make it better. So, like, you know what I'm, I'm going to act different. Like, my sisters, I don't really care. Like, I'm very open to them with my brothers and my dad and all that. I'm very open to everybody. Okay. I've seen a uh, a tweet from you that said that, like, you... What the fuck is going on, bro? My brain is like... I don't know if I'm getting tired. I don't know what the fuck. My bad. But i seen it. Oh, shit. i seen a tweet from you about you being into gaming. How'd you first get into... Like, do you remember... Like, how'd you get into gaming? Nigga, I used to be addicted to fucking playing games. Oh my god, nigga. When I was little, bro, <laughs> I used to play games 24-7. Like, bro, like, 
especially when I was in school, like I used to hate schoolwork. And bro, if my mom would like never get on my ass for doing schoolwork, I would never do schoolwork. I would have never did schoolwork. I would just be on the game all fucking day, not giving a fuck about school, not giving a fuck about shit. Like I used to be addicted to that shit. I used to wake up and play. But um that I feel like that was when games used to be fun as hell. Like like games used to be fun as hell. Like niggas used to like roast each other and shit and like say whatever the fuck. Like, cause you 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 remember those little mom warfare lobbies yes. and shit? Yes, I do. yes, bro. I used to be toxic as hell, bro. I used to argue with old ass niggas just being toxic as fuck. Um. Yeah, I feel like that's when like gaming was like really at its peak, and then I remember um Black Ops. I used to be in sniping clans because I really wanted to be in phase, bro. I used to be a dog. Like I, I think I still have clips, bro, from like Black Ops Two. I used to be going crazy. I used to be crisscrossing the fuck out of people. Uh, yeah, I was just really into gaming and shit. And then I think um, I don't know what the fuck happened, but like. I feel like I just had a realization, like, hit me one day when I was getting older. I don't know what age. And I just, like, I just stopped caring about gaming. Like, I stopped Mm -hmm. caring about games and shit. It was kind of, like, something just hit me, and I'm just, like, I just need to focus on what I want to do. I don't know, because I feel like it was, like, a distraction or some shit. I don't know. I was just, like, bro, fuck this shit. I don't really care about this shit. And I feel like games were getting boring, too. That's crazy. Yo, my mom is listening to you. I legit told her the same shit. Like, I was used to be big into games. And after a while, I was like, bro, this shit, huh? shit is boring. I'm not even happy doing this shit, bro. And then now, just uh, recently, I started to, you know, get back into it. I really fuck with Apex. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been playing Fall Guys. Have you played that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I've been playing that. I fuck with that stuff. Uh, do you have an Xbox, or what do you have? No, nah, I have an Xbox. Or a bet, bet, bet. We're going to have to run some but games. But No, we can I just need to get a setup first because I don't have a setup, so I'm gonna be playing Xbox like that. Mm-hmm. Now I have my glasses, so like I don't need glasses, but like whenever like I had glasses, I would use them to play the Xbox or like to drive. But like I don't have my glasses because I'm pretty sure somebody stole them. I'm not about to say who, yeah. but <laughs> I'm pretty sure that person stole them because they couldn't see. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> all right. So um, damn. Yeah, bro. Like I just. You know what I'm saying? Whenever I get my desk and shit in like a week or two, because it's coming and shit like that, then I guess I'm gonna like be more into like gaming and shit, and I might have a chair to sit on and shit. Bet shit, my gaming chair. I use a fucking lawn chair, bro. I do not have a fucking I, gaming chair. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I just be playing Fortnite, bro. Oh, like, I'm gonna try hard at Fortnite. Like, I I'm suck at that shit. shit. I be, I be sweating. Which uh, you kind of mentioned Call of Duty a little bit and quick scoping. Do you have a mm-hmm. what's your favorite COD like top three? Black Ops Two, um, Black Ops Two, the original Black Ops, and Modern Warfare Two. All right, I feel like those are real like pol- politically correct answers. Like, I don't know. I feel like yeah. nobody could get mad at that fucking list. Me, I feel like nah. niggas gonna get mad at my list. My shit, my top three is probably uh, for one, World at War. That was my. That's an old. Nah, nah, that's OG was hard. I ain't gonna lie, that's hard. That's hard. That's hard. That should probably be in my list. I ain't gonna lie. I might have to switch that with my, my with her too. I don't know. Oh, don't say that. They gonna really get mad uh, now. Oh, <laughs> was hard. Widow was hard Man, for sure. I love that fucking game. That was the first COD I ever played. So for me, it's World at War, uh, BO2. Obviously, I feel like that game fucking saved my life. Like, I was just you know, 
Like I said, in the Yo, dark Yo path. Yo is probably the best one. Definitely the best one. Yeah. Like, I got is definitely the best one. I was just on a dark path, and mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, I was like, fuck it, you know, I want to go home and play BO2. And that shit kept me away from, you know, doing what I was doing, doing graffiti, whatever I was doing. You know what I'm saying? It just, that yeah. should save my life. And the third one, probably, uh, uh I want to say it's out of MW2 and MW3, even though it's the same shit, damn near, but mm-hmm. they probably gonna butcher me in the comment section, but... <laughs> All right, but uh, phase or optic? Um, I phase because I didn't really watch optic like that. Oh, for real? Yeah, I, I f- didn't really care about optic like that. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I, I, just didn't. I feel like a lot of niggas they just like cause my little cousin he's not into like the esports shit, but he knows who mm-hmm. phase is. He's like, oh yeah, phase is gonna win. Phase is gonna win. He doesn't even fucking know, but he always bets on phase type shit. I'm like, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure like now like optic is better, aren't they? Uh, I don't know. It was like one of these years, like I forgot what it was, like when it happened, because Phase was always on top, and then Optic, I think, like passed them or something, and they're like they had like better players or some shit, like for like a couple of years or some shit. I forgot. Yeah, I I definitely say Optic definitely fucking leveled up. They just got it. I think yeah. They got acquired by uh by Envy, so it's like they're still Optic, but they're under Envy now, so they just leveled up, able to get more money for better players and shit. They've been killing shit, especially in their, uh, I think they're playing today, actually. Yeah, their Call of Duty team is mm-hmm. fucking cracked. But, yeah, I right, know these last couple questions, I'm going to be going kind of just everywhere back and forth. I have like five more questions left. All right. All uh, right. This next question is, uh, I want to know, how did you meet uh, K is dead? K. Um, oh my God. It was because, uh, <laughs> okay, so I've always seen K is dead. I would see him around, right? Because K Dead was like very like kind of like big in the S community when it came to like fan pages and shit like the big fan pages and he was like managed by like two of them and like when I first saw him I was like who the fuck is this nigga I was just like you know what I'm saying and it's that management by the X pages so I was like okay wait are they trying to turn this thing into like another X or some shit so I didn't really know and then I didn't really think too much about it I'm just like alright whatever and then um I remember um. My friend Angie, I said blood, she would post me, and she knew Kay, and so Kay would, like, you know what I'm saying, look, you know what I'm saying, look at the post and shit, and then he would, like, like them and then comment, and then I would comment back to him and shit, and then, um, then, like, the situation happened with NLM, like, um, Quank, Viper, them and shit like that, I guess, like, they were bored one day, and they were, like, trying to start beef with people, and then, um, I was in Atlanta, and um, basically they tried to start beefing me, and then, but they didn't, well, they were just joking. I don't know, bro, but it was kind of weird. I, I fuck with them now, you know what I'm saying? We all fuck with each other now. But, um, yeah, I guess it was just like, that's kind of like how I met K, because K was in the Discord, and I was, I was like arguing with like three, four people like, by myself, you know what I'm saying? And then, um, like, K was trying to get us to fight, but then they didn't want to fight or some shit. Some some shit, bro. And then K came into my server, and then he just started talking to me. And then after that day, we just, like, we just, like, started, like, bonding with each other. It was, like, cool as fuck. And then, like, the whole NLM thing, we all, like, just got about it. And then now we're all cool, you know what I'm saying? I fuck with them. I fuck with Vi, Quink, and all them and shit like that. So, okay, that's cool. yeah, that's kind of, like, how I met K. And then, um... Yeah, like, that nigga's, like, a brother to me now. Like, I feel like I've known him, like, my whole life. Okay. 
And you we've had... only known each other for like a year, a year or two, almost almost two years. I'm sure that. Okay. You had mentioned uh, I sip blood. I think I follow her on Instagram. Does she make music too? Because like when I follow people like in the underground, I follow hella other people just to get to know everybody in the fucking underground that's even related to the underground. Does she make music too, or? I think she's made songs before, but she just hasn't shown people or anything like that. I don't know if she wants to get into music, but like. Angie is like a sister to me. Like I like I've known Angie f- since like I kind of started making music. Like almost kind of like almost there. So I've known her for like three years. And um, like Black when I met her, she was like very influential and shit, and she was like very popular. But like um, I guess the e girl scene. She was like very influential, and people would always copy her, and she was so like. She was kind of like the reason why people were like always wearing masks and shit before like the whole COVID shit. People were like we were wearing masks mm-hmm. and doing a bunch of shit. And like, I be I be telling her like, bro, she's like she's like a trendsetter, like basically. And then that's kind of how like people know about her is because she would do stuff and then people would copy her and shit like that. Or people would think it was cool. And then she was like blowing up in the whole community. And then I think she like deleted her account and. That's why she doesn't have as much followers as she used to. But I think it's, like, coming back, to be honest, because I feel like people are starting to find her again because her TikTok is doing, like, good and shit again. Like, her TikTok is starting to, like, blow up on some shit where her TikToks again, like, doesn't, like, see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Every video or some shit. So, yeah. All right. Shout out to everybody you just mentioned. I'm probably going to leave their links down below. Kay is dead. I'm going to leave her link down below. Leave your links down below yeah, as well. Yeah. Is there any other artists or people on the underground that you fuck with that you want to give a shout out? Um, but then I'm gonna be forgetting names and shit. They're gonna be like, "Oh, why you ain't say me?" <laughs> so, bro, all I'm gonna say is, bro, you know I fuck with you. You know I fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? So that's basically it. If you know I fuck with you, then you know I fuck with you. Shout out to you. you shout out saying? to you, bro. I'm not about to. I'm not, I'm not about to. I'm not about to sit here say names because the name's gonna be like. Why, why this nigga ain't say me? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I just couldn't think about it. Like, there's too many people. So, yeah. I feel that. Now, this, um, this last question. What's what's one way do you think the underground could be more unified? More unified? Oh, my God. Bro. Man, because it's a lot. Nigga actually just started, the nigga actually just started fucking day, bro. I don't... Bro, I tried to, you know what I'm saying, help the underground get back together and shit because... Our, our underground scene, well, the one that people, like, categorize me in, mm-hmm. I don't really talk to, I don't really talk to anybody in underground anymore, but, um, I, that's been for, like, two years. That's why I feel like I kind of just have my own community going on, but, like, when it comes to, like, I guess the underground that people categorize me in with, like, the artists and shit, I try to, like, you know what I'm saying, unify shit, but, like, bro, it's honestly, like, I don't think you can do that, bro. Unless, like, somebody blows up and everybody else starts blowing up and everybody puts the beef down and shit like that. But it's just, like, I can't, you know what I'm saying? I don't see that shit getting anywhere, you know what I'm saying? Like, unified. Because there's so much, like, jealousy and shit like that. That's why I, like, separated myself from all that shit and just made my own shit. And my own little community. And I had my own, like, 13 shit going on. So, like, when it comes to that, I don't know what to really say about it because... Niggas just be beefing for literally no reason, bro. Literally no reason. And, like, like, 
Me, bro, I'm not about to unify nothing because there's people in that community that I just don't fuck with. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That community just be letting in a, a lot of people that do weird shit. So I'm not trying to be a part You don't got to get into it, bro. I already know exactly what yeah. the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, everybody listening to this already knows what I'm talking about. So no, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, don't get into I'm it, chill out yeah. that, bro. Yeah. I, I'm just trying to do my real life shit and that shit. You know what I'm saying? Be around people in real life. Okay, let's fuck with that. Is there anything you got, you know, anything that you're working on that you want to let the people know about? Said you got a tour, you have a new EP or something, or a new single that you're going to drop? Um, my shit is very random, so <laughs> I don't I don't have anything planned. I just kind of just let shit happen. Even, like, when I drop shit, I don't even tell people I'm going to drop that day. It just happens. So. Oh, nah, bro. You got to let I people mean, know. I got, you know what I'm saying? I got songs and shit, you know what I'm saying, some hard songs that I want to drop and shit but i don't know when i'm gonna drop them you know what i'm saying it was just like whenever it happens it happens but yeah i definitely have the tour coming up so you know whenever people hear this they'll they'll probably most likely already know about the tour but yeah okay would you be open to being more on like a uh how do i put it like a a more scheduled basis when it comes to when you drop shit would you be open to that yeah i used to do that but I just stopped doing that because it was just like, because like when they, when you have schedule and shit, schedule drops and shit, it's kind of like, it kind of limits you what, like when you can drop songs, mm. you know what I'm saying? Or like how many songs you drop a month or some shit. So I don't judge anymore. I just, I just let it happen. Like if I'm sitting here, I'm like, okay, I want to drop a song. I'll just drop it. And then people fuck with it. They fuck with it. They don't, they don't. But. That's just how I am. I don't really right. plan it too much. All right, we'll probably talk a little bit more about that after the interview. Is there anything? Uh, is there anything you want to say to the people listening? Um, I love you guys. Um, if you have a dream, follow that shit. You know what I'm saying? You see me doing this shit. I mean, there's been people that have been following me for three years that have seen me like go from literally nothing to having. At least something, you feel me? Like, I don't have to, you know what I'm saying, the most shit, but you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, do whatever the fuck you want to do in your life and just, like, don't bend to other people's needs. Like, bro, if you have, you know what I'm saying, if you feel like something is necessary to say or if you feel like you want to be angry or you feel like you want to be sad because you think it's necessary, do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Just let your emotions out, love yourself, and be true to yourself because at the end of the, you know what I'm saying, at the end of this life, all you have is yourself. You're not going to sit. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to die and be thinking like, oh, damn, I wonder how people think about me right before I die. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. you're going to be sitting there thinking about some some real shit. So take care of yourself. You feel me? There's a real shit. I hope everybody listening and taking heed to what he's saying. Um, I'm going to leave Delar's links to his music, to his Instagram. I'm going to leave all that shit linked down below. Uh. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you guys sticking this far in. This interview is probably going to be like damn near probably two hours. Uh, I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, it's been your boy Make Love and your boy Delore. And we're out, bro. Peace. All right.